This podcast is brought to you by Acme Markets. Fresh foods, local flavors. 93.3 WMMR Audio On Demand presents the Preston and Steve Show podcast. And now, Preston and Steve's news update with Kathy Romano. Today is Monday. It's the 19th day of December. Good morning, Kathy. Good morning. In the news this morning, a police officer shot an armed hit-and-run suspect during a chase outside of the King of Prussia Mall on Sunday. According to investigators, the incident started with a hit-and-run around 2.30 in the afternoon in the area of the mall. A bike officer responded to the scene and spotted the suspect inside the parked red Nissan Juke. He noticed the suspect was now hiding in the back seat before he could take him into custody. The suspect was able to jump in the front seat, said Upper Marion Township Police Chief Thomas Nolan. The driver of the Duke, identified as a 27-year-old Philadelphia man, attempted to exit the mall property by the Seasons 52 exit that leads to North Gulf Road. Police say the man became stuck in traffic, and that's when a marked patrol car pulled behind him uh, and with its lights activated. The driver then allegedly tried to flee the officer before jumping a curb and breaking down in the Seasons 250, uh, Season 52 parking lot. As the officer approached on foot, the suspect got out of his vehicle and was holding a black handgun. Uh, Nolan says that he didn't, uh, he doesn't comply with the officer's orders to drop the weapon and starts firing the weapon at the officer. The officer then returned fire, hitting the suspect at least twice in the leg. The man was taken to an area hospital with non-life-threatening injuries. The officer was not injured in the incident. As per department policy, the officer was placed on administrative leave pending the outcome of the investigation. At least 26 evidence markers were found in the mall parking lot that was filled with Christmas shoppers uh, at the time of the gunfire. Uh, Nolan called the officer's actions heroic. You have the largest shopping mall by retail space in the country on a Sunday before Christmas. It could have been very, very different. The actions of the officer in this case were heroic, he said. And finally, the traffic around the King of Prussia Mall has pulled something positive yeah. out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. My girlfriend was at the mall yesterday, Kathy. I had no idea that this story had happened until just now. Yeah, I had a friend who was there and uh, saw all like the action, saw the, the chase and everything, wow. and was like, what is going on? Said saw all the vehicles and then got home and saw this story. He didn't realize it was a shooting. She also said that it was uh, back to sort of like pre-pandemic levels of crowds at the oh, mall wow. yesterday, a, a pretty packed place. What's the word? I've heard that they've, um, that they've uh, skipped up their... Uh, Parking lot security and everything that it's. I, I so. haven't heard many stories of like theft and stuff. Have you been over there? Uh, I, you know what? That's one. I there was like one shop that I'm like, okay, I need to at yeah. some point go there, and I ended up going uh, to Suburban Square and not into the mall. So no, I have not been there. But you got, remember that? I mean, King of Prussia Mall parking lot was where my car got broken yes, into. That's right. Yeah. And what that was, I was doing a holiday story in the mall, so it was right, the holiday yeah. season. Um, well, I hope that they have stepped up security uh, in the in the parking lots there. As it gets people there, I uh, feel confident. The suspect's name has not been released so far. The shooting incident is being investigated by the Montgomery County Detective Bureau. Anyone with information is asked to contact police. Three children have been found safe after an all-night search that began with a homicide investigation in Philadelphia and apparently ended with a man being found dead in Montgomery County. It all began after a 39-year-old woman was shot at 7.30 in the evening on Sunday in the 1900 block of Haines Street. Officers found the victim suffering from multiple gunshot wounds in the living room of the home. She was pronounced dead at the scene. Meanwhile, police say three kids, all two years old, went missing from the area around the same time of the homicide. The children were believed to be with 37-year-old Stanley Baptiste, who was last seen on Haines Street just after 8 p.m. The SUV was found in Lansdale overnight, but the children were not inside. The coroner was called out, and a man's body was taken out of the vehicle as well as a handgun. The identity of the man found dead has not been released over 
overnight troopers uh, took down the missing poster of Baptiste. It's not yet known where the children were found. At least 36 people on a Hawaiian Airlines flight were injured, with 20 taken to emergency rooms after their plane encountered severe turbulence on a flight from Phoenix to Honolulu on Sunday, authorities said. 11 patients were in serious condition, Honolulu Emergency Medical Service said in a statement. Among those transported to the hospital was a 14-month-old child. The patient's injuries included a serious head injury, laceration, uh, bruising, and loss of consciousness, uh, Honolulu EMS said. Hawaiian Airlines is supporting all affected passengers and employees and monitoring the situation, the company said. Medical care was provided to several guests and crew members at the airport for minor injuries, while some were swiftly transported to local hospitals for further care, Hawaiian Airlines tweeted. Uh, I was uh, flying this weekend. I went to Florida. and oh, that's right. Uh, we were on our way into to Tampa. And we are on the, uh, the approach on the way in. You know, the captain already announced that we're going to be you know, uh, coming in for landing everything. And, um, you know, I've been in tons of turbulent, turbulence before. And sometimes it starts as like a little rattle yep, yep. and a little bouncy. It gets a little more bouncy. But we're flying along and all of a sudden it just went bang. Yeah. Ooh, like uh, boom. Like, yeah. a, like a really hard bump <laughs> out of nowhere. It yeah. Went, everybody's like, wait, hang on a second. Okay, we're all good. We're good. We're good. But it, it scares the hell out of you when you, get, when you get one of those big booms like that. Well, I told and you, this I was, was that uh, to a you know a huge degree. I was on one where we we it was a, a big turbulent, I guess, and um, the uh, stewardess actually went airborne up. Oh, to wow. my eyes, it looked like she was almost close to the ceiling. Mm-hmm. Obviously, everyone was locked in the air. The uh, pilot had told us that we're entering that area, and she was just kind of locking things down. But it's scary as hell. Sure. And, you know, for, and I know it's crazy, but you tend to think, okay, turbulence over the land. But when you're, you know, halfway across the, you know, the ocean yeah, when you're, over oh, to Hawaii. I know. Yeah. Well, and there were all these injured people. I mean, fortunately, sure, yeah. they were um, only about 30 minutes from landing. So okay. they weren't too far away. But I, I, not until recently did I know why you're supposed to keep your seatbelt fastened yeah. on the plane. And that it it is turbulence that they might not even be expecting. And yeah. like a sudden drop like that. Yep. And you're going to fly up and hit the ceiling. And well, get in this hurt. case, that's what happened. They were yeah. rocketing off the ceiling. Yeah. yeah it's like taking off your seatbelt in, in the car, even though you're driving along at that at if the timing is bad and you have an accident right then and there, then you're in a bad way. And the same thing can happen, you know, with turbulence. It can come out of nowhere. If you're driving a long distance, do you sometimes just get up and walk around the car? Sure, yeah, just, yeah, to, yeah. just to stretch my legs. It's good for you. You, get, you can get uh, blood clots. Yeah, yeah. He has you to get... stretch his legs out. Yeah. <laughs> the turbulence occurred 30 minutes before the plane landed in Honolulu. Hawaiian Airlines Flight 35 and Airbus 330 reported the turbulence around 10.35 a.m. Hawaii mm. Standard Time, according to the U.S. Federal, uh, Federal Aviation Administration. The FAA said it is investigating the incident. In sports this morning. <laughs> Jalen Hurts tied a career high by running for three touchdowns, and the Eagles outlasted the Bears, winning 25-20 yeah. yesterday afternoon in Chicago. The Eagles have improved to 13-1 and have the best record in the NFL. 
Hurts now has 13 rushing touchdowns, one short of the NFL record for a quarterback set by Cam Newton in 2011. Hurts finished with 61 yards rushing and has 747 this season. He also threw for 315 yards, completing 22 of 37 passes with two interceptions. With only three games remaining in the regular season, the Eagles are on the road on Christmas Eve with a game against the Cowboys in Dallas. Kickoff on Saturday will be at 425. At the World Cup, Argentina beat France 4-2 on penalties to win the final after a 3-3 draw during regulation and extra time. Argentina jumped out to a two-goal lead through Lionel Messi and Angel Di Maria before Kylian Mbappe's goal saw France pull even. Messi put Argentina ahead in extra time before Mbappe completed his hat trick from the penalty shot to send the game to a shootout. Messi, who was playing in a record 26th and final World Cup match, achieved a fairytale ending as he lifted the trophy for the first time. It is Argentina's third World Cup title after victories in 1978 and 1986. Did you guys see there was a sports better about $26 in the beginning of the year on all of the champions throughout the year? And he had won the Super Bowl champion, World Series, NHL, NBA, and he had France to oh. win the World wow. Cup for $500,000. He cashed out. Cashed out, he made $238,000. No kid. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Pretty cool. Did Dude. you see the video of the uh, the goalie for Argentina after he won the award? He With the glove at his crotch? The glo- he, he got the award. They don't know why he did it. And he basically, like, put it down by his crotch and, like, thrusted his... That's good. Yeah, yeah. Look, he, look, he's my penis! Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. It was so funny. <laughs> Uh, the Sixers, who have won four straight games to improve the 16-12, and 12, are at home tonight with the game against the Toronto Raptors. Tip-off is set for 7 o'clock, and the fr- Flyers are off until tomorrow night uh, when they'll host the Columbus Blue Jackets at 7 o'clock. And that's what I have for you this morning. All right, thank you very much, uh, Kathy. Hey, guys, welcome back. Yeah, welcome back to you. I for- I'd forgotten you went down to visit uh, the family the unit. Yeah. Yep, yep. How was so, it? Uh, it was uh, cool, good, had a good time. I mean, uh, uneventful as far as travel goes. So that when you guys cool. get together, you like to play highlight, right? That's your yes. the thing. When you get down well, that's there. what they do in Florida. Yeah. You know, so it's yeah. the fastest game on earth. Uh, so, uh, now back from uh, just a quick travel in and out, but uh, we have some stuff set up for this week. We have a $500 Amazon gift card to give away for the Word of the Week prize, and that's courtesy of the Blue Man Group. Ooh. Who's going to be at the Miller Theater uh, the 27th of this month through the 31st. And you can get tickets at KimmelCulturalCampus.org. But we will give away the Word of the Week prize on Friday. You need the letter each and every day in order to be on board for that. So uh, outside of that, we have a couple of guests on the program. We have Ellen Latson. Ellen played Ruby Sue from Christmas Vacation. And we actually mentioned uh, her stopping by here to Chevy Chase the yeah. other day, and he was uh, saying some nice things about That's her. That's great. Uh, it's so, a very touching scene with her. Uh, she has got a blog called Road to Mama. Uh, so we are going to talk to her later on. She going to be in the studio? Okay. Yes. Yeah, because she lives locally, right? Yeah, yeah. I don't know where she lives, but she is in the area, so okay. she's popping on in. Excellent. She'll stop by around uh, nine o'clock this morning. And also, we're going to have a friend of the program on the show. His name is Dan Colachico. Now, Dan runs. He's a super fan of the, of the Preston and Steve show. And he runs a fan-generated website called PrestonAndSteveRock.com. And it is, uh, for the longest time, he's had this up and running. And we've mentioned it from time to time over the years. And it is a comprehensive repository of clips and photos and stuff from our show that we don't even have. I don't know where Dan gets it. It's this meticulous. Stuff. And he's been doing this forever. And it has been 
totally redesigned. Yeah. It looks awesome. Yeah. Uh, we were in a meeting the other day, and you guys were, uh, people were pulling it up on their laptops in the, in the meeting, and I just heard these comments like, whoa, <laughs> wow. And I went on it this morning, and sure enough, there's some great stuff in there. So we'll, uh, we'll have Dan pop on and give us the latest if you're interested awesome. in our program, if you've been listening to us for a long time, or you, you hear us reference, say, the Y100 days, and you have no idea what that looked or sounded like, he's got all that stuff on his website. Yeah. At com, And it's just, uh, it's just out of fandom. So uh, we'll talk to Dan later on this morning and uh, see what the latest is on that website. Um, so outside of that, we've got uh, the stand. Oh, we, we do have the last of the Christmas miracle passes to give away this week. This is on Wednesday. Wow. I can't yeah. believe it. So today and tomorrow and that's it. Yeah. And then we move into live broadcast mode and uh, gift giving mode. So make sure that you're listening for your chance to win the last. We'll try to do, probably do... Like uh, six or seven of them today, and then the last uh, three or four tomorrow, and that'll be it. So just a heads up on that. All right, let's take a break. Come back in a second. The Entertainment Report, the stupid question. Yep, those things are coming up. We'll be right back. Love Preston and Steve and WMMR? Check out WMMR.com for more of everything that rocks. Podcasts? Oh, yeah. MMR's got them. There's the Fun Size and Bizarre File editions, along with Preston and Steve Full Show Podcasts, plus the MM Archives Podcast and more. Click Podcasts on WMMR.com. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show Podcast. Stupid question. We're going to give away a hand and stone gift card, which is good for a free massage or facial. If you can answer this question correctly, what type of animal is a Flemish giant. Mm. All right, let's see if you know the answer to that. What type of animal is a Flemish giant? Our number is 215-263-WMMR. So give us a call right now. We'll see if you can get it. I'm going to mention birthdays while we wait for that answer today, Monday being the 19th day of, I almost said July. Wouldn't that be nice? (laughs) That would be crazy. December, it's a wishful thing. Jennifer Veals uh, starts with, uh, we start with her. Flash dance. Uh, yep, she is uh, 59 years old today. Man, that flash dance trend with the off-the-shoulder thing and all that stuff, mm-hmm. that was huge. And uh, we wish her a happy Hanukkah, and I know this from the Hanukkah song from uh, Adam Sandler. Oh, yeah. <laughs> flash dancer Jennifer Beals. Uh, so, yeah, that was that was a, a big, uh, when, when that movie hit, it, yeah. it, took the, it took the country by storm. We all became maniacs. So she is uh, 59 years old today. Mike Lookin' Land. Oh, Bobby Brady. That's him. Uh, Or at least his name being yelled. Uh, He is celebrating his 62nd birthday today. Was he, now he's, I think he's like a mechanic is what he ended up becoming eventually. Yes. Um, and did he, he got arrested a couple times. He did. did. He? I mean, low-level stuff. I yeah. mean, like he got, you know, he, he wasn't a, a... Just growing up stuff. A yeah. hardcore criminal or anything like right. that. Right, that was Jan. She was uh, running uh, weapons across the border. Casey, and I was thinking about him yesterday, and I know you love this part. So on uh, one of my music mixes, and sometimes I'll just, I'll throw on uh, a playlist of mine, and I will play drums to it just to... You know, work on tempo and sure. things like that. Right. And uh, so the song that came up yesterday was, uh, I think I'll go for a walk outside now. The summertime's calling my name. And there's a part where it breaks down where he goes, oh, yeah. can't you feel the sunshine? Oh, and it gets real trippy. Everybody drops acid. Yeah, yeah it was yeah. in the 60s. So uh, it's Mike Lookinland sings that part. Ah, okay. All right. right. So I was thinking about Well, you turned it over to the best voice. Yesterday, today. Uh, yeah, I think he was the best singer of, of that crew. So he is uh, 62 today. Uh, it's Alyssa. 
Milano's birthday. And it's a big birthday. She yeah, she turns uh, 50 today. Wow. Alyssa Milano. So, uh, what was she? Like, ten, nine, ten years be. old at the yeah. beginning of that show? I remember buying her first box of crampons. <laughs> They're called tampons. Tampons. Yeah. Oh, I bought the wrong thing. <laughs> Crampons. I always loved her, and then she got a little annoying, um, but she's okay now. She does... Uh, her greatest thing ever, Kathy, ever, you know, ever. is a Long Island yes. love story. Joey the story Butterfuco. of Joey Buttafuoco and Amy Fisher. <laughs> I remember there was a, uh, there was like a, a video... Uh, that you could buy it was Alyssa Milano, Steam, a Team Steam, Steam or something, or dances. Mm, right. or something. it was one of those things. It was an exercise. An exercise. It was an video. exercise. That's exactly okay. what it was. All right. Yep. It was around the time of Jane Fonda, and she uh, had her own. Yes, she did. I loved yep. her, and uh, wasn't it wasn't it Leah Remini who was on that show also? She on became, who's uh, you know what she was on one of those shows. She might have been. I think yeah. it was I like think they it, were young models. Uh, no, she like became. What was the name her, of the show? Who's, who's the, the boss? boss? No. What? It wasn't. It, who was it? Wait, wait. Was it one of her bad friends that was like a smoker, maybe? Was that Leah yeah, Remini? Yeah, yeah. I think All that, right. yeah. Nick, if you could look up uh, Leah Remini's IMDb and see what uh, 80s Can I Google sh- that? show she was on. I don't know. Try it, Tony. <laughs> uh, yeah, and, and Kath, I forgot what, what show, where Leah Remini popped up. She was on that, uh, that sequel to Saved by the Bell. Yeah, she, she, it was definitely Who's the Boss. There's all kinds of pictures of yeah, her and Alyssa Milano together on the right. show. She played Charlie Briscoe. Yes, that's right. Two Charlie. episodes. Yeah. And that was uh, one of the very first. She was uh, The only credit she had before that was Head of the Class, and she was on one episode for that. How about that? Okay. The beginning of a career. There it is. And so, uh, yes, uh, Alyssa Milano is 50 years She's old. She's married today. to some uh, Hollywood high-powered agent. Okay. Uh, Tim Reed played Venus Flytrap on WKRP in Cincinnati. I dug this show, and I uh, I feel in a small way it, it made me love radio. Yeah. Yeah. I think so, too. It looked pretty cool. Uh, I it, it was a funny, well-written yes, show. Yes, it was. It was, yeah. it was not just that it was about radio. I mean, they, they, did, a, they did a great job, uh, and I remember a bunch of those episodes uh, making me laugh out loud. Plus... I mean, I was head over heels for Lonnie Anderson. Oh, yeah, She yeah. was just a, a blonde bombshell in every bit of it. Uh, but uh, Tim Reed was cool on that uh, on that show, and he's uh, celebrating his 78th birthday today. Uh, Jake Gyllenhaal has a birthday today. Huh. I just watched him yesterday in the movie Everest, which is a movie I really love. Okay. Yeah. It's I have about not the, seen that. that, that the, the guys who died, that... Oh, yeah. yeah it's the different in take. In Thin Air? Yeah. yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's different take, uh, same story. Same okay. same disaster on the mountain of uh, In Thin Air with, uh, by John Krakauer. And um, Krakauer wrote that from his perspective. Was he in City Slickers? He was. He was, his, yeah. he was Billy Crystal's son. The and the only reason I know that is I watched City Slickers all the way through for the first time in my life like two weeks ago. Okay. It holds yeah. up. Yeah. yeah. It's a good movie. Like his name Mitch, and he's he's a submarine commander. That's him. Yeah. Danny. Wow. Submarine commander. <laughs> no, this is him. He works for WBLM Radio. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I so time. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, and uh, in my quest for learning proper pronunciations of people's names, I stumbled across this. You know, like ten celebrities whose names you absolutely do not pronounce correctly. And what his is wrong? Uh, Yilin Hall. Gyllenhaal? It's, it's Swedish. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Ah. So, but he goes by Gyllenhaal. Yeah. Everybody calls him Gyllenhaal. Knock it off. Uh, so he's it's 40. It's Gyllenhaal. Yeah, he's 42 <laughs> today. Uh, Tyson Beckford, male supermodel, 
impeccably good looking. Yes, uh, and he is also an actor. He was in Zoolander. He was great that. playing himself. Uh, so he turns fifty two years old today. Uh, Marla Sokolov, who is from The Practice, is forty two. I don't really watch The Practice, so was I don't she, really know about her. Was she a dude? Where's my car? She was. Yeah, that was one of the other credits. Yes, Steve. And then the last birthday I saw this morning, worth mentioning, Chris. Angel. Oh. The uh the freak out guy. What was freak it? Freak out. Yeah. Chris Angel. Mind freak. That Mind was freak. Yeah. Freak out. Yeah. <laughs> Turn yourself over to the powers of your mind. And I guarantee you will freak out. <laughs> There's a lot in your brain you don't know about. It's not just a place where your ass is. <laughs> There's magic in there, and different portals to places that would make you vomit. <laughs> and if you're not careful, you might learn something. A oh, wrong show. Yeah, but you'll you'll. Yeah, but if you take Benadryl, you'll end up there too, and you'll freak out. Uh, freak out! <laughs> I love that. I love that so much. I remember the thing that the guy did oh. the deal. He had those. Remember he had those hooks sunk into him and. Hung from a helicopter? One of the things... Now, I never really watched this show, but I remember catching part of an episode. Yeah. They would do these interesting things where they would pull one over on an unsuspecting person. Yeah. And then they would show a different camera angle. Yeah. And how there were like eight or nine people involved. Involved. Right. In, in like taking something out of the person's backpack or coming around and handing it to another person. It was pretty interesting how... Now they probably they probably didn't pull it over on everybody, but they did film it. And they showed the ones that they did when yeah. it moved when it mo- when it worked properly. Did you ever see that case? No, it was pretty cool. Uh, yeah, and the, very elaborate uh, setups. I can't see him without thinking of Jim Carrey's portrayal oh of, my, of so the good. God of so that character. The amazing like Burt Wonderstone. Burt Wonderstone. Yeah, yeah. Oh my God, <laughs> he parodied that stuff. Chris Angel. <laughs> and I'm, I'm giving away yeah. part of what happens, but there's a part where he drills into his own brain. <laughs> And after he drills his bit all the way into his brain, he just stops the other and he goes, Chenyah. <laughs> He's lobotomized himself. Oh, my God. Chenyah. That's a pretty good movie. It's, I agree. I agree. It's got its moments. All right. We're looking for an answer to the stupid question this morning. Uh, what type of animal is a Flemish Giant, do you know? We are going to go to Dave and see if he does indeed know. Good morning, Dave. Good morning. It is a rabbit. It is a rabbit. rabbit. You are correct, sir. So hang on the line. A Flemish giant. And they're pretty freaking big, man. Uh, Nick's got a picture. Steve, you want to go see this of of one sitting next to a collie? Wow. Look at the size of that bunny. All right, so Dave, we are going to set you up with a Hand of Stone gift card. <coughs> Excuse me, good for a free massage or facial, and you can deck the halls at Hand and Stone Massage or Facial Spa by a spa package and get a free massage or facial gift card, and you can visit any of their 60 area locations or search for the location nearest you and view their exclusive online offers. Restrictions apply, and you can see the spa for full details. All right, at the box office... Um, Avatar did not take in quite what they thought it was going to oh. take in, but it did uh, bring in $134 million. Uh, the rumors were that it may hit the $200 million mark, but it came up well short of that. Uh, Black Panther, Wakanda Forever, though, that second place made $5 million, $5.4 million, uh, followed by Violent Night, uh, Strange World, The Menu, Devotion, The Fablemans, Black Adam was eight, and then you had I Heard the Bells, 
And number 10 was Empire of Light. Concerning the Avatar thing, the truth of the matter is is that the original Avatar stayed consistent for a long time, and that's how it got to where it was. I don't think it, it blew out the box office. And this is the reason. I think this does make sense. That's more an appointment sort of, I want to make sure I'm seeing it in the optimum conditions. Yeah. I, I, that's a big investment time-wise. So they're believing that during the time around the holidays, like this week and, and next week, that you'll see those numbers okay. ki- you know, kick up. We'll All see. Right. Austin Butler paid an emotional tribute to his late mother while hosting Saturday Night Live over the weekend. The Elvis star shared that he was very shy as a child, but that being silly with his mom... He said, broke me out of my shell and the core of what started me in acting. He said, my mom is no longer with us. He was choking up a little bit when he said this, but I've been thinking about her a lot this week. Just imagining how proud she'd be of her son who used to not be able to order food for myself at a restaurant is now standing on this stage. And he said, and tonight... Uh, just know that uh, anytime you see me doing a silly voice and making a funny voice, that's for you, Mom. He's he a good host. I thought he did a really good he job. He was yeah. excellent, yeah. Nick. I, I was watching, and and, uh, and I, I was thinking two things. I was thinking, one, this he's really bought in. He's doing the whole deal. He's really rehearsed his lines. And uh, number two, I, I figured that his penis probably glows red. Probably. From all yeah. of, this guy has got... I mean, he is very Elvis-like yeah. in his love of his mother. He's a good-looking... He's like in the uh, Timothy Chalamet. He looked really he, comfortable as yes. the host. You know, like, he, he, like he's been doing it a million times, and this is the first time hosting, and uh, the only thing that I know him from is the Elvis movie. Are you Apparently, he was like a Nickelodeon Disney kid. Oh, he yeah. was, he yeah. was. Yeah. And, okay. and uh, no he was idea. in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Uh, he plays... All right. Yeah, Tex. That's right, that's right. Yeah. Uh, Saturday also marked Cecily Strong's last episode on SNL after 11 seasons. Uh, Kenan Thompson bid farewell to Strong in a sketch during which he played her Radio Shack boss, Frank Lasagna. <laughs> and uh, <clears throat> he said, uh, as uh, some of you know, this is Cecily's last day working at Radio Shack for eight incredible years. And uh, she said, well, it's been 11. And he goes, I know, and eight of them were incredible. <laughs> uh, but he said, honestly, I don't think Radio Shack could have uh, survived this long. <clears throat> Excuse me, without Cecily, <clears throat> every time she came to work, she had a new character, a new accent, new impression that would blow you away. And she'd have a uh, power and joy to her performance that you made you remember why you loved working at Radio Shack in the first place. And I know I'm not supposed to say this as your boss, but I love you, Cecily. Aww. Yeah. Uh, Steve, I noticed, uh, so it was this past episode, and usually the last episode of the season it's the thing that I always look forward to, and that's when, during Weekend Update, Michael Che and Colin Jost would write jokes for their other guy right. that they didn't know what the joke was, they didn't know what the punchline was. And they supposed to have to read it cold on air? Yeah. yeah, yeah. And they haven't done it. They didn't do it this time. Is right. This, is, is it just because it's Christmas and not the end of the season? They yeah. always did it as a Christmas present okay. and end of the season. They've actually done it a couple times already. So uh, I haven't seen yeah. it. Yeah. It's kind of surprising that she's leaving now, too. I mean, the season's yeah. not over. It's just the, the year's over. Uh, yeah, she's doing a lot of stuff, though. Hey, she booked those Verizon commercials. So yeah. She's, old. she's good to go. <laughs> uh, Sharon Osborne was hospitalized on Friday evening mm-hmm. after suffering a medical emergency in Santa Paula, California. Uh, she had been filming on her son's TV special, Jack Osborne's Night of Terror. Jack shared a statement regarding the incident uh, through his Instagram story. He wrote, she has been giving the all, been giving the all clear from her medical team and is now home. Thank you to everyone who has reached out with love and support. As to what happened to my mom, I'm going to leave that to her to share about when she is ready. So I can guess what happened. What? Uh, she was attacked by a ghost. 
Oh, yeah, okay. you, you, they're on that yeah, show. Yeah, yeah. yeah they're right. On that set. Yeah, yeah. You, maybe you that can't happened. screw with that stuff. Uh, so we'll see if there's confirmation yeah. of that uh, or not. Uh, in an interview with the Mail on Sunday, Britney Spears' father, Jamie, the subject of much scorn from the Free Britney movement, is speaking out for the first time in a decade. The 70-year-old defended his conduct during his daughter's long conservatorship, amusing uh, at one point on whether she'd be alive without that intervention. Uh, Britney has alarmed even her most ardent defenders recently with a spate of near-nude social media posts and erratic captions. <clears throat> the behavior has uh, even led her husband to question them. Although he said he's not, uh, he would not attempt to curtail her actions. Jamie Spears told the Mail that his conservatorship actions <clears throat> were done only to save his daughter during her most troubled times. He claimed that not only did he prevent her ruination, but that he kept her relationships uh, together with sons Preston and Jaden. Uh, Jamie said of those times that uh, he isn't going to paint uh, no pretty pictures. No pretty picture. That girl's <laughs> out of her freaking mind. Uh, but he said the actions were necessary. He said, not everybody's going to agree with me. Uh, it's been one hell of a time, but I love my daughter with all my heart and soul. Where would Brittany be right now without that conservatorship? And I don't know if she'd be alive. He said, I don't. Uh, for protecting her and also protecting the kids, conservatorship was a great tool. Without it, I don't think that she would have gotten the kids back. Uh, the two teenage boys, by the way, live with their father, Kevin Federline, and recently stayed away from their mother. Uh, he said that <clears throat> he doesn't want to be uh, too candid in his remarks for fear of sending Brittany further down the hole, as he puts it. But he said, I miss my uh, two boys really, really bad. I do. You know, we were uh, very close. Uh, they were around that age where you could start having a good time with them, but they were developing a mind of their own. God makes things happen for a reason. I don't know what that reason is, but it's been a tough three years without them. The family's a mess, and all we can do is keep praying, he said. So there's some things that he says that I think <gasps> make sense, and obviously you see the way she's acting now and on Instagram and can raise some concern. However, you also remember... He apparently had microphoned her bedroom and stuff like that. So there's a lot of weird stuff going on all over the place. Uh, yeah, I don't know yeah. what the story was on that. Maybe to find out if she was talking to herself or who I knows just what. did it so I could uh, pleasure myself to the staff. Yeah. Uh, the court arrangements uh, also helped uh, Brittany rebuild her finances, Jamie claimed, saying that her daughter was broke. She had no money whatsoever. The conservatorship set a resource where she could get back financially, and, you know, we worked, and she worked, and she got herself straight up financially. Mm. Um, so, you know. Uh, just sad. Like, it's very sad. Yeah. How's she making money now? Is she touring or selling or doing anything? No, I don't. I think she doesn't, because she talks about, in some of her posts, about not singing anymore. Right. Yeah, that's a good Maybe question. She, she did that thing without John. Yes, that's right. Yeah, yeah, so she recently Maybe she that. made some money for yeah, that. Don't I'm sure. Know. Rocky fans have been left heartbroken after an event... With Sylvester Stallone allegedly sold more photo op packages than time allowed for. Oh, oh, oh. I'm sorry, I can't do anymore, can I? I got carpal tunnel syndrome. <laughs> uh, so Sly was booked for experience with Sylvester Stallone Live, an event sponsored by a company, <laughs> a company called Experience With, <clears throat> where fans book tickets to have dinner, hear the Rocky store, the star talk on stage, and bid on signed memorabilia. So they got to have dinner with him. Well, there were a number of different uh, ticket pack packages available, including some that included a meet and greet with a photo opportunity, and that cost between $750 and $1,250. Christ. That ain't you! <clears throat> it's reported that some fans who bought the package were left disappointed when time ran out and Sly left. That's right, it Before everyone had their photo taken with him. Uh, TMZ reported that an email sent to the disappointed fans read... 
The reason the photos did not go as planned is that Mr. Stallone had to leave the event earlier than expected and was not feeling 100%. Our events can be very demanding. We have to respect the celebrities' wishes at all times. I gotta feed my turtles. However, a source close to the actor told TMZ that Sly's contract only committed him to a certain time for the photo ops and that he actually stayed longer than he was obligated to. Yeah, that's... It sounded like something that he would I mean that he would hang out. He wouldn't, you know, just bolt on fans. Uh the source is reported to have uh blamed the event organizers for overselling the amount of packages available during the limited amount of allotted time. Uh disappointed ticket buyers took to experience with social pages uh to question if they would get reimbursed due to missing the photo op and the brand has confirmed that they will be giving out reimbursements. That's a chunk of change though, man. Uh, experience with are reported to have said that everyone who paid for an upgraded photo op ticket with the Rocky Star and didn't receive one will be reimbursed accordingly. You know, it was much cheaper and still a good ticket. Brunch with Paulie. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, experience with has confirmed that around 100 fans were left without photos with them getting through 60% of the promised pictures. Uh, they also reported to have said that this happens from time to time with their celebrities as the events can turn into long nights. Well, they're showing a picture of the room. There were a lot of people in that room. Uh, Experience oh, wow. with says all customers have been contacted and offered full refunds or the option to attend another event with Sly in the future. So we'll see if they uh, make we'll good. see you there. Yep. <laughs> Uh, let's see. We have time for a couple more quick things. Yeah, how about, um, this one? I know this will rip you apart, but Entertainment reports that after just three months of dating, JoJo Siwa and Avery Cyrus are going no! separate ways. They were made for each other. No! Uh, Cyrus Sharon and I are upset. A video compilation of the pair's Royal Caribbean cruise to TikTok on Saturday which features the J-team saying, this is my, I'm sorry for breaking up with you present, and handing her a prize from an arcade game. After fans commented on the video wondering about the relationship, Cyrus wrote, we decided that we are better off as friends. We are both so young and still just trying to figure our stuff out. They realized that on the cruise? I guess so. Oh, man, that's the worst place. They're usually the love boats. Speaking of cruises... Uh, according to Deadline, Kate Winslet is weighing in on whether or not Leonardo DiCaprio's character Jack could have survived in Titanic via climbed on top of the door with her character Rose. <clears throat> James Cameron told the Toronto Sun recently that he conducted a scientific study to see if it was possible. <clears throat> Excuse me, man. I'm all congested up. He said... Um, Mythbusters did, too. Yep. He said, we have done... And he was on that episode. Yes, he was. Yeah. He said, we have done a scientific study to put this uh, whole thing to rest and drive a stake through its heart once and for all. We have since done a thorough forensic analysis with a hypothermia <laughs> expert who reproduced the raft from the movie. And we're going to do a little special on it that comes out in February, he said. On Friday's episode of the Happy, Sad, Confused podcast, Winslet shared her opinion. She said, I have to be honest... I actually don't believe that we would have survived if we had both gotten on the door. I think he would have fit, uh, but it would have tipped, and it would have not been a sustainable area. Uh, So you heard it here for the first time. Yes, he could have fit on that door, but it would have not stayed afloat. It wouldn't have. So is weighing in. There's a video that shows up on my Instagram feed from time to time, and it's a, a press uh, junket for uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, and it's Leo DiCaprio, Brad Pitt, and Margot Robbie. And the reporter asks Leo about it, and, and Margot Robbie and Brad Pitt start joking about it and laughing. <laughs> well, DiCaprio just says, no comment. 
over and over. He's like, I'm not going to comment on this. I am not going to comment on this. Yeah. So, I mean, he's having fun with it, but uh, yeah. yeah, no yeah. comment whatsoever. Yep. The bottom line is, and, and uh, um, uh, he had said it, James Cameron had said it uh, on Mythbusters. He's like, uh, Jack had to die because... It's in the script that Yeah, way. yeah. Yes. And there you go. That's how it's written. That's your favorite movie, right, Kathy? Uh, one of them, right. yeah. Me and my brother, uh, when it's on, we're always like, hey, well, you know, now you can watch yeah. anything. But, like, no matter where it was in the movie, we'd be like, it's on, put it on. And Nick mentioned Margot Robbie. Thank you, guys. You're giving me all these great segues. Right. So, Warner Brothers released the first teaser trailer for Greta Gerwig's Barbie Starring Margot Robbie and Ryan Gosling. Have you seen it, Steve? Yeah, it's a 2001 it's tribute. Outstanding. Yeah, it's standing. Very well done. Uh, so, Helen Mirren says in a voiceover, since the beginning of time, since the first little girl ever existed, there have been dolls. But the dolls were uh, were always and forever baby dolls. Until, <laughs> and then they show Robbie, who's a, a towering version of the iconic doll in a striped swimsuit, which is a replica, by the way, of the first Barbie doll ever released by Mattel in 1959. So the swimsuit is uh, apropos and accurate. Uh, the 75-second promo gives a glimpse of Robbie as Barbie, Ken Gosling, or I mean Gosling as Ken, and the pink world in which they live. And the film is scheduled to reach theaters uh, July 21st of this coming year. Now, this can either be, you know, pitch perfect and, and on the money, or it can be a disaster. But I'm pulling for it because I'd love to see them do this world right. Yep, I agree. I hope it turns out well. All right, um, we are ready for clips. If These Walls Could Sing is the untold story of the Abbey Road studio, including all-star interviews and backstage access to the premises. Here, director Mary McCartney reveals what formed her take on this project. The other inspiration was a picture I'd seen with, of my mum leading a pony called Jet across the zebra crossing, which I saw in the Abbey Road book like years before. So I was like, I need to do it. And also, I didn't know it was 90 years old, and I did not know any of the history. Uh, If These Walls Could Sing is out now on Disney+. Plus. Here's the next clip. When a lively young family moves in next door, grumpy widower Otto Anderson meets his match in a quick-witted pregnant woman named Marisol in A Man Called Otto. And in this clip, Tom Hanks addresses his nice guy reputation. To be nice means that I think that to be defined as being nice means somehow that you come to work and don't make waves and don't try too hard and try to take it as easy as possible. And that is not the case at all. What the hell are you talking about? A uh, man called Otto comes out uh, this week in theaters, by the way. You recommended a book to me uh, about... Um, uh, uh, Hockey? And the, oh, yeah, yeah, Beartown. Yes, yeah. and so the writer of that is a guy named Frederick Bachman, and he wrote the mo- uh, the book that this movie is based on called A Man Called Ove, oh. and it's a, a really popular book, and uh, the trailer looks really good. So this is the Americanized version of that book. Okay, A Man uh, Called Otto comes out uh, this week in theaters. Yeah, he's Swedish. Yes. So, interesting. All right, and there you go. That is uh, this entertainment report for today. Hey, you, would you like to go to the Christmas Woo! miracle? It's a Christmas miracle! Yeah! We are down to our last 10 invites, and you're getting one of them. Caller number 19 at 215-263-WMMR. It's day after tomorrow, Wednesday. We're going to be in Parks Casino in Ben Salem 
and hopefully you will be the caller that gets through and will be joining us for your opportunity to win some of our best prizes of the year. It's a 21 and over event. You can bring a friend, but only you will be qualified to have your name drawn to get up on stage. Your name drawn by Gary Lauer. Yeah! Our Christmas elf. Uh, and you need to be there Wednesday morning, obviously bright and early. 215-263-WMMR. Caller number 19, let's get you. We'll do several more invites before the day is up, and then tomorrow we'll have our last of them, and then we do the live broadcast, and we want to see you there. All right, we're going to take a quick break. We're going to come back in just a moment. Some guests on the program. We'll tell you about that in a little bit. Stay with us. Let's Live you last. Ghost. Rival Sons. New music. More of everything that rocks. On 93.3 WMMR. Here we are in the 19th. We're uh, inching closer and closer to, uh, to Christmas Day. Uh, I was talking to my son <clears throat> Parker last night because he he delivers for Amazon. Oh, he he's oh, right. he's in the weeds, man. Right. Well, I was asking him about that, and it was cold yesterday. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, and everything. And I, you know, he came home and I asked him how the day was. He's like, "Yeah, it's pretty good." And I was like, "It's got to be insane, you know." Right now, he goes, I th- "It's actually said it's kind of slowing down a little bit." Uh, he thinks that uh, that most people got the majority of their deliveries done, you know, like right. just a oh, few really? days ago. But he's that way about everything. He's like, eh, it's okay. You know, whenever I ask him how things yes. are going, eh, it's pretty good. You know, that's pretty much the standard Meanwhile, answer. Meanwhile, people aren't getting their Christmas presents. <laughs> <laughs> well, they, they're amazed. I mean, honestly, I, and, and you know, kudos to your son for, uh, for you know, working the hours and doing the deal. Because it's, it's hard, man. I mean, yeah. Amazon, you see all UPS, you see them all out, you know, uh, FedEx, they're all delivering like crazy. Um, is today officially? Well, it's a, I think it depends on who the... The carrier is. Who the carrier is, it depends on where you ordered from. It depends on where it's coming from, what type of shipping. How big is the horse? What (laughs) type of shipping? Because Amazon is still, like, there's still things that you you can get. You know, I I, I ordered something on Saturday uh, and, you know, still said it it would get here in two days. Like, I'm going to have it today. Yeah, all right, awesome. By the way, the other day, and it was, uh, I think this might have been on, like, Thursday or something like that, and it was raining, and uh, Rochelle's like, I got to go meet Parker. I'm like, why? said, the bottom of his boot fell off <laughs> while he was out working. Oh, my God. In the freezing rain yeah. and Aww. cold. And, oh, he, <laughs> and the sole of his boot fell He's off. He's a good man. You know what, though? I think Amazon now having their own delivery trucks has um, made Expedited? It, no, no, well, yes, expedited, but made it easier. for. I mean, some stuff still gets delivered by yeah. through UPS and other delivery carriers. But um, it, it's sort of like spread it out. And I know it's the holiday season. I'm sure they're all busy. But just from what... I see, it looks like it's obviously helped a bit. Uh, by the way, just a little bit of knowledge for those of you who do see the, the Amazon trucks. I can only speak for them, but they are monitored, yeah. and they have to do the speed limit. They oh, cannot yeah. go a mile over the speed limit. They have to stop at every... They have to, they be a deep crap, have, right? have any infractions at all. So if you get behind one... Just and you normally, know. You, normally <laughs> you normally go 55 on that 35 mile an hour zone. Just know that they have to go 35 miles an okay. hour. Okay. Yeah, I yeah. ran into a dude, not like physically, but uh, I was trying to come into a parking lot at the, the Wawa, and I couldn't make this turn <laughs> because there was an Amazon truck there. He was kind of like sucking up all the area. Right. And I was I was patient, but he rolled his window down. And he, he's like, I have to come to a complete stop. He's like, yeah. I'm monitored. They got cameras and Aww. GPS and yep. yeah. So right. just a heads up. Now you're. 
Kathy Romano. Uh, it's it's not it's just so unlike me. She's she I is know. she's sweating bullets that <laughs> something's going to get uh-huh. here on time. Sweating, sweating bullets. Like I had like a crisis on Friday. You guys were a little bit part of it. Uh, we were kind of cryptic in our information, which we're right. going to remain that way. Um, but yeah, I ordered something on Saturday. I mean, I thought I was done. Like we were good, and you were kind of asking for our opinions yeah. on some stuff, and and uh, I think we might have. Uh, led you down one path that has resulted in this Correct. angst. Right. I'm right. so disappointed that because you were texting me and I wanted to help and you didn't use any of the help that I gave you. Oh, well, mm-hmm. I did. I mean, I researched all of the things that you had and I called and, and what I got, I think, is best for the person getting it and uh, the situation and the area we live in and you yeah. know all of that. But um, so it, it I ordered it Saturday and I spoke to the woman and she was like, OK, she goes, it's going to uh, it'll go out today. Uh, FedEx picks up today. And where is it great. coming from? Well, so but so I yeah. I call her. I go, all right, let, let me just do, you know, I called her. I had to call her back. So I call her back, place the order. She's like, OK, she's like, listen, I'm just going to tell you something. She goes, I thought FedEx was picking up today. It's not. It's picking up Monday. And I'm like, oh. Okay. And she goes, she goes, where are you? I'm like, just outside Philadelphia. And she's like, all right, we're in St. Louis. She goes, it's not that far. It's going on FedEx. It will leave first thing Monday morning. She goes, as a company, I cannot guarantee it. But she goes, I think it's going to be there. She goes, I think you're going to be okay. Yeah. And I was like, all right. Put your heels together. I seriously. Click them three times. I was like, all right. Let's do it. So, so this right. is not an Amazon order. This is not an Amazon order. Okay. It's a large order, Nick. And uh, so, yeah, and you ordered it this past weekend. You ordered two days Saturday. ago. Saturday. All right, mm-hmm. man, that's tight. I just <laughs> Nick. I'm like, I can't go. As soon as I get that tracking, like. I'm going to be staring at it to see where it is. Every and even the tracking, the even the tracking doesn't guarantee. I will say this though: I've been pretty blown away. I've, I've ordered some things, not you know, through Amazon that have come um, well within the parameters. I'll tell you one thing: you do notice though, you get so jaded to the efficiency of Amazon and these services that you know, like to get same date within hours delivery. Yeah. Uh, and then I ordered my Christmas sweater that I wanted to wear for Wednesday. Uh, and uh, it looks like it's not going to be here. Aww. And I ordered it well in advance. Now, it went out to a third party, and that was the issue. Yeah. So I had a tracking. I had a delivery date of today, uh, and now it might be Wednesday. Well, Nick, I, so I found it on Amazon, and Amazon would have not gotten it here before Christmas. So I, I called the oh. actual company and was like, what can you and and I said can you do expedite you know faster right. shipping whatever they're like no it's one rate oh and by the way guys uh huh paid sixty dollars for shipping <laughs> what? you who are you what? right that's strike Jesus two. Christ right? yeah. it's I like mean... a whole new person who am I <laughs> <laughs> so this year Kathy what would you say percentage wise uh, you ordered online for Christmas presents um, versus uh, shopping in oh, person I, probably like. 90, 85%. Oh, no wow. yeah. I thought it would skip back up to in-person a little bit this I, year. I did do in-person shopping, but um, it, that ends that, that ends up being for me, honestly. <laughs> like, I'm like, oh, look at that shirt. That's <laughs> right. big. Right. goes in the car, and I have, like, one little, like, yeah. soccer ball. You it's know? You know? just so convenient if <laughs> you're is. buying multiple things yeah. to, to do it online. I ended up at about, um, I, I guess, about uh, 40% store. Sixty percent online. My my in store is today. Yeah, and so it's after work today, and uh, 
I'll report back tomorrow to see the success rate on the things that I'm supposed to find. Um, I, Steven sent me this article, and I, I want to throw this out there. So uh, this is uh, to the tune of uh, kind of offbeat gifts uh, because SEPTA's headquarters yeah. is at uh, 13th and Market Street, and apparently they have a uh, they have a store, a SEPTA <laughs> transit store. Did you guys know this? And oh, it wow. has become so popular that they've had to add no more kidding. items to it, and it's just... Septa stuff. So, wait, and it, like, Choshkis? Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> they they it, it's become so popular with uh, memorabilia, collectibles, trinkets, and so on that they are offering uh, their offerings are becoming expanded now. Uh, so you can get uh, uh, things like uh, Septa plush Septa buses or plush historic PCC trolleys. <laughs> they look pretty good. Um, they also have uh, wooden scale models of Silverliner 4 and Silverline 5 regional rail cars, Septa wow. branded winter beanies, ball caps, and even toddler bucket hats with a family style stylized S logo and shot glasses. So... Uh, they also have a decommissioned rail signs. That'd be cool. SEPTA rings that you can get for maybe a retiring uh, SEPTA worker and all kinds of uh, tokens and accessories. And it got me uh, to thinking because I remember a story years ago from uh, uh, this family who's whose kid was obsessed with uh, vacuum cleaners. Okay. And, like, that's what he wanted for Christmas, a vacuum cleaner. And so it, I, w- I was wondering if there are any people on your list that have this kind of off-the-wall, and, and kids, sure, that they might want as a gift, and you're like, really? You really want that? You want a vacuum cleaner, or you want a, a SEPTA ring? or uh-huh. uh, And I'm curious what those might be. Two one five two six three 263 is the number. I had a friend who uh, whose kid, and this isn't a present, but instead of a birthday cake, he wanted those King's Hawaiian rolls, and so <laughs> that's, that's what they did. So Dude, they just I got, completely agree with that. Yeah, yeah. And they, they just put candles in the King's Hawaiian rolls. <laughs> and, like, there was a kid. Uh, AFV had the video. Mm-hmm. The kid wanted a super huge bag of cough drops. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I swear, I swear to God. And when it, he opened them up, oh. had to be like honey lemon. He like went. He was ecstatic. Wait, Steve. We used to get in our stocking the the cherry cough drops. Yeah. Were those that came Ludens. Ludens. that came Ludens. in like the little white box? Yeah, yeah. 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 That, yeah. We used to get those in our stocking. But this stocking, kid really. went nuts for cough <laughs> drops. <laughs> uh, maybe Here's some like, of the stuff in the store here, Kathy. The Septa store. I think this might be a kitschy gift to give someone. Well, yeah. here, here's a text. Listen to this. Nick got this. It says, "My husband works at Septa in the downtown building, and that gift shop is." Hopping, <laughs> they said. Steve, you know, as, as Preston was reading this story, I was just thinking about, like, you know, my family and their history because my dad took the train and, and different, and the trolley did yeah. for a long stretch of time. So did my grandfather. So if you get, like, a, 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 a train sign from that stop, there's, like, sentimental value attached to And they to have that. old tokens yeah. and things like that you can get. So, I mean, that's kind of a, a cool, fun little gift. Well, the big thing is, oh, you know, gift, how do I get this gift? How do I find this specific gift? A lot of people don't know what to get at all. Yeah. They have no idea. And to get something with a little bit of, I think this has got a walk the beaten yeah. path. A little character. Yeah, yeah. yeah I agree. Uh, let me go to, I have uh, Jen on the line. Hey, Jen, good morning. Good morning. Hey, Jen. So there's an offbeat gift somebody wants? Yeah, so my son is on the spectrum and he tends to get into some really strange and very hard um, things to find. Okay. But, 
um, throughout the years, his constant obsession has been TiVo. If you remember the recorder, yeah, DVR. Yeah, sure. I had it. I had two of them. I love them. Yeah, we still have them um, because of him. We have gotten him TiVos. He was TiVo for Halloween. Um, (laughs) I love that. One year, he wanted a stuffed TiVo, which they uh, really don't make. And this was like years after TiVo isn't really a thing. Right. So I contacted the company. I was calling anywhere. Eventually, somebody tracked down a place that had a, a you know a grand opening kind of thing that had some promotional stuffed ones. And I was smart enough to grab like three of them and just keep them because one did eventually get ripped and one got lost. So we had a few backups, but I mean, they they sounded like they thought I was crazy when I would call. Did, now, was, was, was promotional stuff? Was he thrilled to get it, Jen? He was, and I mean, it was a six dollars stuffed plushie that oh, made his entire. That's Christmas. awesome. So, so did the did the doll look like? Because they had sort of a um, an avatar, like a, a weird TV looking character. Is that yep. what? It, okay, that's it. All right. Yeah, he's a black square. He's got little feet, a little right. Right. Pick up, and it says Tivo across. Oh, that's awesome! That's, that's adorable. That's a good yeah. idea, though. Calling yeah. directly to the company. Yeah. Uh, you know, and saying what what might you have? Think think of that on your list, perhaps. I know we're under under the gun. But perhaps if someone has a, a complete adoration for a product line or something, you may yeah. not be, yeah. you know, that, that might be yeah. a little different. As you said, it has a little panache. Give it a shot. And, and yeah, Jen, and eBay. I, eBay was a big one. Well, that's, that's what I was going to say. I bet you scoured eBay for that stuff. Yeah, eBay, I've been successful in finding some things, but they do really have some off-the-wall stuff there. What, what about, do you, you guys shop Etsy a lot for, can you oh, find, I like some stuff thank you, Jen. Any, any, like, personalized stuff they have. Do um, they? Yeah. Well, but Etsy, you definitely got to get way in advance. Okay, because they're making it, right? Yeah, so. You can, I just ordered something, you you can, like, pay for expedited shipping okay. there also, but yes, a lot, because, and also there's, there's a little tab on there that you can click um, just in the United States, so a lot of times if it comes out of the United States. That's why the shipping is so long. Yes, because I've ordered things from overseas and it's taken months. It takes a long time. Yeah. So you can you can slide that over and they'll show you just <sighs> items in the United but States. But I still have two pounds of hashish. I, I, <laughs> I, I have no idea, Preston. Etsy's definitely got some unique things. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's it's worth checking out, but but I would go in advance. Uh, let me go to... Uh, let me see. Uh, yeah, I want to go to this one. Let me go to <laughs> Monica. Hey, Monica. Good morning. Hello. Good morning. How are you? Uh, uh, we're great. All right, so something really off the wall uh, somebody on your list wanted as a gift. So my son, he is a Christmas baby born on Christmas, and uh, he wanted a cinder block. A cinder block? <laughs> yeah. Why? Can you explain why he might have wanted a cinder block? <laughs> well, he likes to build with his Legos and whatnot. Okay. So uh, the cinder block, you know, was even better than a brick because he used to use bricks. Okay. Yeah. Just one cinder block. How much does a cinder block cost? Those are pretty affordable, <laughs> right? Yeah. I can't imagine they're more than, yeah. than three or four bucks. I could probably go right take now. one out of a parking lot. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> yeah. Uh, Monica, so is that this year that he wants that? No, no. He's, he's going to be 26 this year. He's <laughs> no, he's, he's just wants bricks. Oh, my God. Please tell me every now and then you get him a cinder block for some special occasion. <laughs> That's a great idea, honestly. You yes. should get like, him a cinder block. Yeah, you you should to. paint it, you know, paint like a little Santa Claus or something like that. You absolutely. And by the way, cinder blocks are two dollars and sixty seven cents. Steal. Well, there you go. We all can right. all get one. Thank you, Monica. <laughs> Do they have septa cinder blocks? That's awesome. <laughs> That's great. Use um, it as a cough drop holder. Do you guys? I feel like I have asked for coal in the past because you know, after years and years of hearing about getting a lump yeah. of coal in your stocking, we, we did. I think one year. Yeah. Yeah. We got you. I think you got coal from us one year. No. 
I'm sure, yeah, for some reason, I, I remember a piece of coal being here, but yeah. I don't remember there why we had something. it. Uh, there was a coal in the bowl. There was that thing, right? It was no, like but I this remember actual, yeah. Right. Coal. No, but I'm, I'm wondering if I've ever actually asked for coal <laughs> and from know. Santa. And I'm sure people have because it's like, oh, yeah. Like, oh. Oh, okay. By the way, the coal in the bowl thing was stupid. Everybody's trying. You went you know. too far. Wait, yeah. what was that? It was like an elf on the shelf thing. Oh, no. call in the ball. Stop, Stop it. it. Yeah. yeah. Stop uh, it. Uh, let me go to Carolyn. Hi there, Carolyn. Good morning. Hey, good morning. How are you? Great. What's I love up? you, Kathy. Oh. I wish I heard more of you. Oh, um, thanks. Oh. So, you like uh, wine? <laughs> which, which, <laughs> Very much. Oh. We could get in a lot of trouble. Yeah. Um, but out. my daughter is 15, and she sat me down and told me, um, she didn't want any trifles this year. She only wanted useful gifts. And her big gift that she wanted was very expensive olive oil. <laughs> How old was she? <laughs> well, she, you know, I guess, you know, she cooks. And okay. you know, that was her gift. That was her big gift. Okay. So, yeah. So, I mean, if she's if she's 30 and she's a chef, I can see that. But if she's yeah, well, nine. <laughs> Here's a good one before I let you go. Yep. So she cooks really good. I come home from work every day. You come in the house and oh my god, it's like heaven. It smells wonderful, and but she's only making one serving. She only cooks for herself. <laughs> well, that's kind of crappy thing. She wants to make dinner. I know, little bastard. Right. Well, she'll have to cook more when you and wonderful Kathy get together for your day. Yeah. Thank you, Carolyn. Yes. <laughs> Kathy needs more people that uh, that love her to hang out with. So, <laughs> please get Oh my god, my first lesbian girlfriend. <laughs> It's like being back in college. Oh, you love me. We have to get together. Stop it. Oh, your shoulders are so tight. <laughs> uh, I remember one year Carter wanted as a kid, I think he wanted like um, uh, utensils uh, for, for the kitchen. You know, didn't like he, for spatula his, and spoon and stuff like that. For his birthday one year, didn't you do a car wash? No. Am I, no, he tried to scare Caroline one time. Uh, she was afraid of the car wash, and we had yeah, her go in the car wash in the air before. I thought your kid wanted to go to the car wash <laughs> for his birthday party one time. Whoa, whoa, maybe. Whoa. Maybe. I wouldn't doubt it. Uh, 215-263-WMMR if there's this offbeat gift. Also, I wouldn't mind, you know, we, we do need to, and we're going to eventually do this, you know, help you find yes. uh, gifts uh, type of thing. But also, I would like suggestions on a... Um, a unique gift, like the SEPTA thing to me, stuff like that is yeah. different. Yeah, yeah. Well, so, something that's that's, uh, or or maybe you uh, came up with a, with a clever gift idea this year, right? And you, you want to share that yes. with other people? Feel free to call us two one five two six three WMMR. Sorry, that's a really good idea. I yeah, like that because I clever. like those like different gifts that you can yeah. kind of put together, and it's it's really clever. Um, Nick, you'd asked me uh, about online shopping, and uh, I did do a lot of it, but you know what? You can still you shop those. Um, <laughs> Like from Instagram or, or Facebook or any social media, um, every these small businesses have it all connected now. So like, even though you're shopping online, you can be ordering from. I ordered from like a boutique in somewhere in Louisiana. Oh, that's and cool. It was just like you know a, a cute little gift, and there she messaged me and was like, "I don't know how you found me." And yeah, I just want to let you know your gimp mask is on. <laughs> <laughs> no, but she was like, "I don't know how you found me in you know whatever town yeah, you're in, yeah. in Pennsylvania." But thanks for you know supporting us. Don't you hate it when you? find the perfect gift for somebody that you don't have to get a gift for? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, and you're like, yeah. oh, oh man. Do it. Like, dude. <laughs> not spending my money on that. Yeah. 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 There's yeah. a really great one I wanted to get for you, Press, so you can just go buy it yourself. Uh, it is a, um, it's a, a, an ashtray for, like, cigar smoking, but it has, like, the lighter in it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So you pull it out, and it looks like a match, but it has a little flint. 
That's kind of cool. Yes. Okay. And when I you lighten up your stogies? Yeah. Right, so yeah. You didn't find that for me. Yeah. Uh, my sister, we did uh, Christmas this weekend because I went down to, uh, to oh, Florida to visit my right. mom, mom and uh, sister. Uh, and my sister gave me uh, the Snoop Dogg cookbook. Oh, wow. Uh, for Christmas. <laughs> I have uh, the, uh, may rest in peace, the Coolio cookbook. Oh, what? Yeah, my girlfriend gave that to me like five or six years ago. And uh, it's got actual Coolio recipes. And I didn't know the Snoop had one. It's supposed to be. The Snoop one's supposed to be really good. I'm sure it like is. Like Martha Stewart wrote the forward Absolutely. for Absolutely. I have the Two Live Crew book on interior decorating. Oh, yeah. right. It's all uh, face down, ass up. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I love those two, by the way. Martha Stewart and... Oh, and- Two Live yeah. Crew. Oh, my God. Yeah. Snoop. She's and a big, Snoop. Two, big two life group. <laughs> no, Snoop. Her and Snoop. Yeah, um, they're very funny. Yeah. You know what I wanted to order and I completely forgot was that calendar that Marissa found on Friday, the um, rock structures that look like a Venus. Oh, yes. Yes. That's a good one. All right. Let me go to, hang on. I have uh, Mike on the line. Hey, Mike, good morning. Hey, good morning. How's everybody? Great, Mike. What's up, buddy? Well, like your uh, previous caller, my, my son, he's 13. He's... Uh, Definitely into cooking now, so he has asked for a salt and pepper grinder for Christmas. <laughs> That's easy. And that makes sense. Yeah. Especially if he's into it. Um, yeah. Would he like, you know what you can do? If you want to do a nice gift to make him throw him off a little bit, wrap it in a cinder block. <laughs> <laughs> He'll pick it up and shake yeah. it. What the hell? I don't know what this is. Yeah. yeah. I like that, Mike. Tell him to keep cooking, man. All right. Let me go to, I have Katie. Hi, Katie. Good morning. Gadzooks. Gadzooks. All right, Katie, what's an off-the-wall gift somebody asked you for? All right, so my boyfriend this year, a big gamer, I got him an Xbox controller, but his top-of-the-list item is floss for his teeth. Floss? Dental floss? Yes. (laughs) How much much floss are you going to get him, and are you going to get Um, him? Well, he's very specific. He wants the one with the pick at the end, so I have to make sure... I get a very specific kind of floss. Okay. So the floss that I get is kind of like, it looks like a, um, uh, and I have the water pick, but it looks like a um, a little bow, a little archery oh, thing. Oh, yeah. I like yes, those. That's, yeah. that's exactly the okay. kind of one, top of his list. Mm. He does so know he can run down to the, you know, the heart, the uh, the pharmacy and pick yeah. that up himself. Oh, oh, yeah, don't worry. There's some other things on there, such as, like, laundry detergent. That. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, you're just shopping. Let me ask you. I love it. Is it, unless you're specifically <laughs> asked for something like, like, a clean, <laughs> like tools like that or, yeah. a, 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 you know, vacuum cleaner, you don't give somebody. No. You, you, that no, has you to be required. That has to be asked for specifically. Well, correct? I, I mean, so. toiletries for me has always been the standard for stocking stuffers. So uh, floss. Yeah. Why? Same. Yeah. Why floss, is that? shampoo, body wash, loofahs. Uh, we always got you? a toothbrush. Yeah. For, on Christmas. Oh I always got deodorant mm-hmm. in, in, in the stocking. <laughs> yeah. Like, My in-laws <laughs> always give me interesting stuff. I'll open up like Hmm, a tire gauge. <laughs> yeah. Or you have tires? A flashlight. Yeah. <laughs> you can't see in the dark. Thank you. It's so hard for this me to great n- for the darkness. There was um uh I'm standing in the line of this hardware store and they had it's so hard for me to not buy these impulse purchases. Right, right. But there was one and cuz my daughter's driving now uh, and it was, it's for a keychain, and like if she's getting attacked or something like that, it's a, it's a, an, sound, a, a yeah. it's got a, a Civil War sword attached to it. No, it's a decibel, like yeah, it's oh. a sound. Oh. You have one, yeah, like a siren, an alert siren. Yeah, I need oh. to look. I didn't get it. Oh, but I was going Do to. You want I, it? I don't use mine. Real? Oh, yeah, it's yeah. attached I mean, to yes, a home brewing kit. I mean, yes, I do. It's What's this my... for? I'm sorry. It's, it's just if you're getting attacked. But like these are like the stocking stuffer oh, things. Okay. That, 
It's so I'm such a sucker for these last minute purchases that oh, I have like to like talk ch- myself out of it. The checkout aisle at like TJ Maxx, Marshalls, Home Goods. Home Goods. Oh yeah, they've, they've made it the, bigger and bigger. Oh, now. some of the best shopping you get done. Yep. Bed, <laughs> bed, uh, bed, Bath and Beyond. Yep, they've got that too. some of the best <laughs> stuff around the register. Home Goods done, has that. Preston, yep. you would buy more at the register impulse shopping. <laughs> Than you would just walking around the store. Staples has that. Yeah. There are a lot yeah. of them. They've, like, they've added a full-on aisle. Oh, I got look at these out. ice molds. Yep, I got a <laughs> gallon <laughs> Yeti thing. <laughs> I, I don't have something to make a giant ice cube. Yeah. I need this. Uh, let me go to some other offbeat. It's a Frank Rizzo ice mold <laughs> request. Get away from me. <laughs> Enjoy your drink. I'm gonna go Get to, away from me. I'm going to go next to Kathy. Hi, Kathy. You're on the air. Good morning. Hey, hey, bitches. Hey, what? What's up, Kathy? Hey, so my young son asked for a coconut one year for Christmas. A coconut. Yeah, I don't even know how he came up with that, but we had a lot of fun with it. We wrapped it in every single scrap of Christmas wrap. <laughs> this thing was gigantic by the time he was trying to open it. But You know what? We yeah, should have hooked him up so with the, the cinder block guy so he could <laughs> open, open it. it. Yeah. What was, was he thrilled when he got it? Again? Was he thrilled when he got it? Oh my god, he, he just thought it was like the never-ending present, <laughs> opening up layers and layers, oh and god. he cracked up when he finally found the. Mm, call us coconut salad. <laughs> ah, that's awesome. Fresh coconut milk. Thanks, Kathy. <laughs> New England boiled. New England boiled coconut. Do I hate coconut? <laughs> uh, let's see. Let's go next to. Uh, wait a second. Wait, what? Hang on. There's another coconut. <laughs> what? All up here. What? I'm going to go to Sarah. The, the big new game? Hey, Sarah, good morning. <laughs> What's up, Sarah? <laughs> uh, yeah, so this is actually uh, something that I had asked for a long time ago. I also asked for a coconut because I was super into Monty Python and the Holy Grail. Oh, yes, yes. So my, my, that was the best present I got all year. I got a bunch of stuff. The coconut was the best. I mean, my dad helped me dremel it open. We scraped it all out. I was kind of like clopped around the house and just like, you have the coconut, like... Like Do you know what, Sarah? The, it was a Jeopardy question a, clue, uh, a couple weeks ago about, in fact... I think the first thousand people who showed up to see the premiere of uh, uh, the Holy Grail, Preston, all got coconuts. I love it because awesome. yeah, yeah. So uh, that makes perfect sense. That's awesome, Sarah. Yeah. You don't still have them, do you? I do actually. <laughs> That's... We hauled all out, so it's just, you know, just the husk. So they're just chilling in my room. <laughs> what if we get a big run on people giving coconuts, coconuts. for Christmas this year? <laughs> Thank you, by the way. Uh, my friend says, "Remember the Herbal Essence sexy shampoo commercial?" She said her seven-year-old cousin asked for the shampoo for Christmas. <laughs> God. <laughs> Here's a text that says, uh, windshield wipers were always in my stocking. Oh, my God. And I do it to my wife. She thinks it's ridiculous. Well, okay. Windshield I mean, wipers. that's really funny. Yes. How often do you change windshield wipers? Oh, man. Is it like a once a year thing? I, that, that's a good question. And that's it, probably it, not a bad idea. It's probably a good idea to change your wipers. I don't know how often people do it. But, I yeah. feel like I may have gotten that one year. Like, in as your... as I got older, I think that, w- I feel like I can picture it next to uh, my stocking. The default <laughs> stocking um, present for me growing up was tube socks. Okay. That's always what ended up there. You you might, you get some candy and some other things, but tube socks, maybe um, m- maybe a comb, stuff like that. When we, I got, we got uh, Lifesavers every year. The, yeah. the, the, the book. book. Yeah. Yes. Oh, Lifesavers. That was always in the stocking, for sure. Oh, butterscotch. I do miss all oh, the cherry. Oh. Well, no, no, it wasn't butterscotch though. It was, was it butter rum? 
The bomb. Oh, oh that's yeah. A good question. It might have been. That was, those were good. Mm-hmm. Those were really, really good. Uh, I want to go over to uh, Amanda quickly here. Amanda, good morning. Good morning. Uh, Amanda, so it says here you have a son who asked for something interesting. He every year asks for a peanut butter and jelly sandwich, <laughs> pasta my sister makes, and this year for 12 pumpkins. 12 <laughs> pumpkins? The 12 yep, pumpkins of not Christmas. Not one, not two, but 12. Wait, what does he want? why does he want 12 pumpkins? Because he just loves being himself, I guess. Uh, I don't know. How, how, how old is he? He's nine? Yes, he's nine. Uh, you know, though, you bring that. up a good point. I like, love that. People, because we're past Halloween, Thanks, Amanda. people don't consider giving Halloween things for Christmas, like decorations yeah. and or costumes and or things that are probably less expensive yeah. than a lot of other stuff. I mean, they really right? do should make other seasonal things available for you know, Christmas. For Christmas, right? you know, like summer stuff and, you know, it was always like... I've gotten a bike uh, from Santa on a couple of different occasions, and the one year I got it, it was snowing out. And I was like, God damn it, I can't even use <laughs> this thing. Bitch. You fat prick. <laughs> I am going to go next to Mike. Hey, Mike, good morning. Good morning, Ed. Good, good morning, morning Ed, buddy. What's up? So my uh, son uh, is 28 now. When he was five, he wanted an armadillo. <laughs> a living one? <laughs> a living armadillo. living armadillo. And his reason was... <laughs> Because he said he could tap it and it would go into a ball, and then he could play with the ball and the armadillo. So it was two toys in one. It's two pets in one. That's actually a brilliant idea. That is, it, it's a soccer ball and Excellent. a pet. Uh, yeah. Thank you, Mike. Yeah. I appreciate it. Thank you. Uh, Rochelle called in to uh, Marissa, and this was one that Carter had asked for. And he was probably, he was in grade school still. And when he got it, he was so excited. He wanted to take it to school to show to everyone. Oh my God. We got him. A Showtime rotisserie grill, no. uh, so he could make I love those things. Full chicken, yeah. He could make a rotisserie chicken. We had it up until maybe a year or so ago. It just sat in the basement for a long time okay. and didn't get used. But we used it. The show was over quite a bit. Yeah, yeah the show was over at that point. Uh, so I finally moved along and I, I dropped it off at Goodwill. But. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. yeah, and he was probably in like you know fourth grade. I told the story, and it wasn't what I was legitimately asking for. But when I was I was sitting on Santa's lap, I would go to Santa's. Uh, it would be at Sears in the furniture department. Santa asked me what I wanted, and I said, "I'm so nervous." <laughs> furniture, <laughs> just some furniture, please. <laughs> A nice ottoman. Yeah, or, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. All right, you little jerk. All right. Well, uh, anyhow, there are some unique requests out there. I like the unique requests. I think they're fun. I yeah. Think it, I think it, it, it is actually uh, pretty awesome when somebody asks you uh, or, or asks Santa Claus for uh, one that's way off the beaten path. And get, yeah. get them what they want. Get in the yeah. septa keychain. Yeah. 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 And so the septa store, by the way, and that's how we got started in this conversation, uh, their transit store is, excuse me, at 13th and Market Streets, and apparently it's like it's hopping. They've got all kinds of uh, of, of different SEPTA-related gifts, and some of them are, you know, originally decommissioned pieces of uh, of property. Yeah. Uh, but uh, Or equipment and things like that. But, yeah, apparently it's all the rage. Uh, and my label has been created. They're waiting for FedEx to pick it up. All right, all right. this is Kathy's <laughs> right. last-minute gift. She, played in a, she paid an, an exorbitant amount of Ridiculous. money for shipping. Mm-hmm. 
uh, but she's watching it very, very closely. She, she paid more for shipping on this one item than she's probably Ever. paid in the last decade. Ever yeah, in yeah, my yeah, life. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> All right, let's uh, take a break. Come back in a second. Bizarre File stories are on the way. In a bit, we're going to talk to a gentleman by the name of Dan, Dan Colchico. He runs uh, PresidencyRock.com, and they've done an update on the website. We're going to talk to him about that. And Ruby Sue. Yeah. From Christmas Vacation. Ellen Latson will be in our studio, too. So we got a bunch to get to. Hang in there. Get social with Preston and Steve and WMMR. Find us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and TikTok. Celebrate the coziest season with Acme. They're bringing all the fall flavors to you. From pumpkin everything to caramel apples and all your seasonal favorites. Make the most of fireside dinners, game-winning touchdowns, and warm family gatherings. Acme's here to help you spice, season, and savor every moment. You'll find fresh inspiration, chef-curated recipes, on-demand cooking classes, and more just waiting to be enjoyed. So slow down and fall into flavor at acmemarkets.com slash fall. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Real quick, a shout-out, if you don't mind. I got this uh, from Robert Haldeman. Uh, and he says, hey, Preston and All Morning Show, my name is Robert. Uh, we met at the Take Steps Walk. You met my family uh, at this past walk at the link. And uh, and I, I remember, uh, Robert, he is a, a very, uh, very special, kind, giving guy. <sighs> he said, I want to see if I could get the biggest shout-out uh, and from Steve, a big yoo-hoo for the best Christmas miracle. We are adopting our daughter today, oh. December 19th at 10 a.m., and it would make the day it's more awesome. special if you could throw some love our way. And a side note, she's doing awesome off all oxygen and heart meds. Uh, love the show. Say hi to everyone and Merry Christmas and Happy New Year to all your friend Robert Haldeman and family. All right, so I'll do that. The, the yoo-hoo you first, in case you want to do it, Tom Jones. Okay. All right. Let's do it. Yeah! Wait, I gotta find Tom Jones. There it is. Yeah! And there it is. Congratulations, Robert. That's awesome news. Let's do the B file. Now, WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre File. Brought to you this morning by Red Robin. The holiday gifts are all wrapped. Give the gift of yum with a $25 Red Robin holiday gift card. And you can get a $5 bonus buck reward for you now through December 31st. Red Robin. Yum. yum. All right. So uh, this uh, took place on Friday, and I got it a lot over the weekend. People sent this over to me. But uh, maybe you saw it. Maybe you didn't. But a 52-foot high aquarium yeah. burst at a hotel in downtown <gasps> Berlin. Oh my gosh. Injuring two people. More than 100 first responders had been called in to deal with the damage, but at the complex, which houses the Radisson Blue Hotel in the German capital's uh, Mitt district, the cause of the incident was still unclear. Uh, two people were injured by glass splinters. It happened around 5.45 a.m., and there was a very loud noise in parts of the facade of the hotel where the aquarium was located flew into the street. Jesus. 
the thing looked magnificent when it was intact. Yeah. I mean, it was great, but it must have scared the crap out of people. Uh, Berlin's traffic agency <laughs> said an extremely large volume of water had spilled over onto the street outside while the Berlin police said massive amounts of water had flowed onto the streets. Their big problem is they just added a glass cutter fish to the tank, Preston. Uh, uh, littered with debris, the area had been largely cordoned off, and all 400 guests who were staying at the Radisson Hotel were evacuated. Outside, temperatures in the German capital had plummeted to about 20 degrees. Uh, the 1,500 fish from the aquarium all died. By oh, the way. my God. According to a What was the most exotic fish they had in there? Did they have large ones or just... They didn't... Uh, I didn't get any of the okay. details on, on the type of fish that were inside of it, yeah. Uh, but a spokesman for Union Investment said they manage the real estate fund that owns the property. <laughs> they lost the orca. By the way, a popular tourist attraction, the Aquadome, is the world's largest freestanding cylindrical aquarium. Not anymore. How did they do that? Uh, the 10-minute elevator ride through the aquarium was one of the highlights of the attraction. I'm, I'm curious as to what happened, how that thing broke, and if someone did it, you know? They're going to try it again. They're going fill it, to fill it with scorpions. Oof. Yeah. Well, could be dangerous. Yeah. They might want to rethink that. A small Iowa town of 800 residents likely has no need for a police force armed with 90 machine guns to keep the peace. That, at least, is the view of federal prosecutors who, on Wednesday, announced the indictment of Adair Chief of Police Bradley Went on charges of making false statements to the Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, Firearms, and Explosives to obtain numerous machine guns over a four-year period on behalf of the Adair Police Department. I like machine guns. <laughs> which, during Went's tenure, has never had more than three officers. What's the tank for? Uh, instead, according to prosecutors, weapons would be resold for profit through Wentz, Wentz uh, private gun store or another store owned by a friend who was also... That doesn't give charges. me any comfort no. at all. Uh, I'll sell it myself. <laughs> according the to yard sale. How do you like that machine gun, son? According to court filings, uh, Went used his position as police chief to obtain 10 machine guns for the official use of the police department. Like I said, there's three people in yeah. the police department. Uh, but later resold at least six of those weapons for significant profit. In addition, he obtained 13 guns for his uh, Denison and Anita-based gun store, BW Outfitters, under the pretense that they were used as demonstration models for potential future purchases by the department. Yeah. A further 10 weapons were obtained in the same manner for Williams Contracting, a federally licensed firearms dealer uh, business owned by his friend Robert Williams, who was also facing charges. Prosecutors say went sold, sought the purchase uh, or uh, sought to purchase or demonstrate approximately 90 machine guns. <laughs> Some of the weapons were used for public machine gun shoots where Wendt and Williams charged customers money to be able to fire the weapon. You can't weapons. do that. Yeah. What are they going to do with the Tomahawk missiles? In fact, uh, they were fully automatic weapons, including an M60 machine gun, a belt-fed <laughs> weapon widely used by the U.S. military since the Vietnam War. Uh, and it was purportedly obtained for use by the Adair Police Department. There was a uh, lot of jaywalking in that town. But went instead had the M60 mounted on his personally owned armored Humvee. Oh, so God. that's what he did. So yeah, clearly uh, they're trying to um, you know <laughs> figure out what all went on in there. Toxic spinach has sparked an urgent health scare in Australia after people who consumed it suffered severe sickness and hallucinations. Spinach is supposed to be good for you. Nine people have needed medical care after eating the Riviera Farms baby spinach from Costco. Uh, health authorities say their symptoms also included delirium, spiked heart rates, and blurred vision. Going with seahorse pot. Rivera mm -hmm. Farms says that it's uh, believed the spinach was contaminated by a weed. Seahorses, for 
ever. But no other products have been affected. Is that a band name? Toxic spinach? Toxic spinach. Could be. Yeah. Right. It's just it's ironic. Uh, it also urged anyone who has experience uh, experienced any unusual symptoms after eating the spinach to immediately seek hospital care. I Wouldn't... heard a, a sailor's arms turn into anvils. Yeah, actually. Yes. Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> He had this giant jaw. Yeah. Yep. It, was, it was really... And one eye shut. <laughs> yep. Uh, a This is really weird. A human heart has been discovered in a salt pile uh, at a Tennessee Department of Transportation facility. What? Yeah, a human heart. A worker discovered the heart in a salt pile at the facility, uh, and the uh, Tennessee Bureau of Investigation has joined the investigation uh, for examining... Is that a game testing. they play? I don't know. Find hide, the heart? Hide the heart. Yeah. Uh, so like finding a heart in a salt stack. An initial examination <laughs> of the heart uh, determined that it was that of an adult male. Okay. Right? Yeah. So, so you need to let this guy know. Uh, additional DNA testing would be performed <laughs> to try and determine. I have been feeling weird. Did lose a heart? I thought I was short of breath. so short of breath. Yeah. Well, good news. We found it in a big pile of salt. Uh, additional DNA testing will be performed to determine its origin. Now, uh, here's your machine gun. This <laughs> Pick up a machine gun on the way out. We got nine of you. Uh, testing will be performed uh, to determine the origin, and this remains an active and ongoing investigation. Isn't that weird? Yeah. All right. And that's what we'll end the Bizarre File with today. All right. I had mentioned this earlier this morning. Uh, this website. It's been around for a long time now. Uh, it's called PrestonAndSteveRock.com, and it's nothing that we have any direct uh, input on. We have not been part of the creative process whatsoever. Instead, it's a longtime listener of the show, and we've had him on before, uh, but apparently we, we found out that it's gone through a redesign. Yeah, yeah. It looks awesome. It's fantastic. And we want to welcome uh, to the program this morning, uh, he loves Genesis, <laughs> uh, our friend Dan Colachico. Morning, Dan. How you yes. doing, bud? Good morning, guys. I was hoping it was Genesis. Thank you. <laughs> nice. <laughs> All right. So, when did you do the the redesign? And and by the way, real quick, I want to I want to mention the people. The reason we bring this up, and we have PrestonSteve dot com. You know, our, our host website here at WMMR. But Dan has archived stuff that goes way way back further than far ours more does. comprehensive than our site. So, when did you do the the redesign on this, Dan? I've been doing it slowly over the last couple of months. I, l- let me get this out of the way. Yeah. I've been wanting to be on MMR all my life. I can't <laughs> believe this is happening. You've been on before. I thought we he's been here as, as a as a guest. I've been. Hanging. I've been. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I've been. I've been there, but I've not been on the air. And it's like Marissa <laughs> reached out and said, "Hey, Dan, you want to come up?" And I'm like. It's a slow news week. <laughs> well, here's the deal. And, and we were we were in our, our, our meeting room the other day, and somebody goes, hey, yeah, so they did an update on uh, presidencyrock.com, and, uh, or somebody had mentioned it, and I heard a couple people pulled it up on their laptops, and, and they were like, wow. Yeah. I heard them react yeah. like that, and I was like, no way. So I finally went and checked it out this morning, and they're right. It looks amazing. Uh, thank you. Um, it, I, I re- really appreciate that. I don't yeah. know what to say. Like I said, I'm freaking out here. Um, <laughs> I just, Jordan started it in 07, and right around that time, I got laid off from uh, the mortgage company. Uh, We all know what happened that year. And right around that time, I, you know, I I was looking for work, and, you know, I had a part-time job through unemployment and looking for stuff to do there. And then Jordan, uh, Jordan Fell, good friend of mine still, he's no longer affiliated with the site. He's kind of moved on. He's had, he has a busy life, and... 
I kind of just been doing this all by myself. So anybody wow. listening out there, the reason why updates take so long is uh, I am alone. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah no, operation. but you spend a ton of time on it. You've been operating solo for quite a while. Uh, but, yeah, yeah. but I mean, again, you're, the, the comprehensive level of what you put together is, uh, is uh, amazing and flattering. I, you guys, you guys get a, you guys get a lot, a lot of us through a lot, like, you know. And uh, when I back in 07, when I saw this, like Jordan had it up for like a, a couple weeks, and I was like, man, I got some stuff, and I also would love to help. And the OCD and the ADD, I could just do this monotonous work over and over and over again, which it is to this day. Um, and yeah, we we struck up a friendship. You, you know, we visited you guys yeah, right, right as we launched. And um, he, I without him, the site would not be alive. So right. I will always shout out Jordan Fell. I love that man. Um, but yeah, he moved on, and I was like, I got this, and I I get advice from certain people, but I I go through these phases because of the ADD where I'm like, ah, streamline it. I'll just put up audio. I don't care. Right. And then and I'll sit there and go. I hate the way this looks. Uh, <laughs> you start tinkering I, with it, yeah. Yeah, and uh, then I, as I was tinkering with it, I was just going to do colors and cha- just change the colors to give it its own identity, but still use stuff that you guys have used before, so right. it's familiar with people. Um, I've dabbled in... I, I, My hobby is I stream and do podcasts. I do a podcast with Craig Lagan. So, wrestling, right? Uh, yeah, we do a wrestling podcast, and uh, when... Um, comic book gurus went through their hiatus you know when covid broke out um i brought him on on a well a nerd herders uh it's a nerd podcast been around since 2012 13 with two wrestling friends of mine <clears throat> and uh a husband and wife team and so he was doing that and he still does it with us once a month um so i've learned how to design stuff on my own you know, i didn't go to school for any of this so i started tinkering around big time with this last update and Halfway through it, it was just colors and the look. I was like, you know, all these blank squares are going to piss me off. So I just started <laughs> looking through old videos or videos that day when a guest was on. Right. And taking a screenshot like the Hooters were on. So I just took a screenshot, kind of melded them together. And, looked, okay, so the Hooters are on this episode. Um, uh, Keenan Thompson's on this episode. And right. I hit the update button. And I was like, oh, well, that actually looks professional. <laughs> <laughs> well, by the way, but, like a, the, yeah. so, so I'm, I'm helping the comic book gurus do, you know, a video podcast, which we're, it, it's taking a little while getting things up and running, uh, you know, because I, I, I've got this. And uh, yes. so I call upon them to pull things together. Uh, and sometimes it takes a while to get that done because everyone's doing a whole bunch of stuff. But a lot of what does end up being time consuming in anything, an online, a YouTube channel, is exactly what you're describing. The thumbnails, the graphics, the metadata, yeah. all that stuff is time consuming. Yeah. It, it, I, and I'm, I'm not complaining. I'm just stating a fact here because some of my rest of lands like to break my uh, chops. I was trying to edit myself there. I almost said a bad word. Yeah. Um, Balls. It's, yep. Yeah, balls. I can yeah, say. Yeah, that. yeah. I don't, yep. I, the first thing I don't want to do is get uh, dumped on on my first. <laughs> right. Yeah. No, it's all good. So, I work at a vet clinic. It's ten hour days. Now it's only four days a week, so I get those hours in. But the last thing you want to do is edit or put together a picture or go into a website and f- uh, fiddle with the code. <clears throat> Almost did it again. 
I just went like I just got on a roll with this yeah. one. So I, I was like, I like the way this looks. I took a template of like a news website and just made it my own and threw logos on it and took some pictures and threw a background on it and put the best like for the best of shows. It's got that picture, the queen picture of you guys. With the black background, just saying, best of President Steve. I just went for it. Well, you know, um, I gotta say, for people, uh, listen. Obviously, we have our thing, and but you've always run parallel, and in many ways, and many times, you've have you've had something that we do not have. Or we can't uh, encourage people enough to go check out your yeah. site. Uh, and so, uh, how's everything cost wise and everything? Are you you able to handle everything? Oh, uh, well, it depends. If people are listening on the radio, no, I can't handle it. <laughs> no, I, I used to break even. There was a, a nice uh, people. There are people that use the site that have been using it for 10, 13, 15. I don't even know how many yeah. years we've been doing it now. I don't know what 07 is. I don't even know what I had for breakfast. Yeah. Um, that have, that donate every now and then. I cannot thank you enough. It goes right back to the website. Um, considering I just use SoundCloud and WordPress now, it's not bad. Okay. Um, okay. There was a nice lady, um, Lynn, uh, her first, uh, Linda Martin Hall, I just remembered her name, who donated the exact amount to break even every month for That's years. Pretty cool. That's pretty awesome. Good, and man. She had passed, she has passed away uh. a couple years ago. Um, I love you guys. I will never, uh. unless... Unless someone says, uh, my wife, uh, stop doing it, <laughs> I'm, I'm never going to stop. All right. Well, I do it for me uh, because it's all there organized. And every now and then, Steve, I'll find something a little bit older. I found your promo coming back from Ireland with Bono on the plane a year ago and threw that up there. I don't remember it. I don't either. I have to, I have to check it out. It. Yeah. Um, so much stuff. Well, yeah. that's that's what's wonderful about this is all the archived things that you can check out from way, way back when. Um, Dan, we got a break. We're, we're running way, oh, way sure. over on our time. We got a guest coming up and everything, but we wanted to get you on. And yes. thank you yeah. uh, for continuing to put that out there for, for diehard fans. And we want people to check that out and support PrestonZBrock.com. We have nothing to do with it. This is all Dan. Yes. And he works really, really hard at it, and we, we just want to let you know how much we appreciate it. And it's so cool you had time to do the update, man. I love you guys, <laughs> and I appreciate you so much. Thank you. Thank Back you, to bye. you, yes. All right. Have a great holiday, Yay! and we appreciate it. Dan Colachico, yeah. he's the man. And check it out, PrestonCBrock.com. It is really, really cool. All right, we are going to take a break. We're going to come back in a moment. Don't forget. Oh, you know what? what? Christmas miracle. Christmas miracle. What? Callers number 16 and 17, 215-263-WMMR. We are running down to the wire. It is on Wednesday. Callers 16 and 17. We'll get you in Parks Casino on Wednesday morning. We'll be right back. Stay there. 93.3 WMMR presents Preston and Steve Christmas Miracle, the Miller Lite Ugly Sweater Edition, this Wednesday morning at the Excite Center inside Parks Casino in Ben Salem. At stake, some of the coolest prizes, gadgets, and gifts from our winter wonderland of clients and sponsors. Like DHY Motorsports, Metallica M72 World Tour, and Joseph Anthony Retreat Spa and Salon. Want to be a part of the studio audience? Check WMMR.com for details. And don't forget to dress to, um, impress. Our judges will pick their favorite ugly sweater to score great prizes from Miller Lite. Preston and Steve's Christmas Miracle. It's a Christmas miracle or something. 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. 
your holidays. Maybe you heard a uh, voice that's been missing from the lineup for the past uh, few days. Nick McElwain yeah. is back, mended, and ready to go. And you were out, were you out a whole week? I was. I had the flu last week, and uh, I started feeling ill uh, a week ago Sunday. And uh, it's the same strain of the, as the flu that you got, Preston. I, I went and saw our wonderful doctor, Dr. Mike, and... Visited him on Tuesday, and he gave me the diagnosis on, on Wednesday morning. So it, it had me down and out for about a week, which sucked. Yeah. Uh, but uh, good to be back. I missed nice. you guys. Excellent. And you return with a cat story. I do, yes. Yes. So um, I am uh, loath to buy cat toys. I think that they are often a waste of money, and uh, you never know like if the cat's actually going to enjoy it or not. Mm-hmm. Um, but our cat, like most cats, is a climber. So uh, my girlfriend uh, decided uh, to get one of those uh, cat trees. Uh, you know, one of the, uh, I know them well. I have a whole bunch of them. Yeah, and uh, cat Steve, condo. Cat condo, you know, yeah. and she, she likes to get up high. Steve, uh, do you, are you cats, do your cats like them? Oh, yeah. Okay, because sometimes you get them and they just sit there and they yeah. never use them yeah. ever, well, right? Steve having nine or ten cats. The odds are yeah. one yeah. or two are definitely going to enjoy it. So, yeah. like, uh, Andrea decides to make this purchase. I'm like, oh, you know, maybe she'll like it, maybe she won't. As soon as we got it, she loved it. So, it, it was a, it's a success. And so, we had our, our, our basement refinished about a year ago. And when the basement was refinished... Uh, uh, there was drywall put in in between the the outside basement wall and the, now now the, what the room is, and at the top of that wall uh, is space to get into the other oh. side of that wall. <laughs> wow! So no. the cat climbs up uh, the cat tree, and um, sometimes at night we shut the basement door. Sometimes at night we close the basement door. We left the basement door open. Cat climbs up the cat tree, uh, and uh, I was I was sick, so this was Tuesday morning. Um, and I, I was sleeping in, and um, my girlfriend had to go to work, and so she went downstairs. She couldn't find the cat anywhere, and she's looking all over the house, looking under the no. bed. And so, no. yes, the cat had climbed up the cat tree on the other side of the drywall and then climbed down into it. So oh. now my girlfriend is in a panic because she's realized that the cat is trapped on the other side of the damn wall. Wait, why is there a space? It's just, um, I guess, like the way that the basement. It's an old house, Captain. It's like a ninety-year-old house. Yeah, and so they'll, they'll do that just, just, just as a buffer, as sort of a, and sometimes they'll fill it up with insulation. Right, and yes. so there is, Steve. There is plenty of insulation <laughs> oh, over there. Yeah, yeah. So, um, uh, yeah, Preston, uh, Andrea starts hearing. Yep. <laughs> on the other side of the wall, in between the, the outside basement wall and the, the drywall. And now Andrea's like, I gotta get to work. And she was panicking and didn't know what to do. And so it's like she's holding her phone, looking down in through the space. <laughs> you, in between have, the dr- now you have to decide where you're going to bust a hole in the wall. Exactly. Yeah. Where are you going to, you don't want to hurt the cat. Right. But you want the cat to be able to get out so you only have to put one, one hole, hole in the wall. Yes. yes. Okay. So and isn't it crazy, though, that how, when they get stuck or they're somewhere where they shouldn't be, they don't freak out. It's just no. like, yep. <laughs> Relatively calm. The, the only, a lot of times, the time the, where they will freak out is when you attempt to extricate them. Yeah. So if when they find a tree, They'll be flying up at the top of seven hundred mile tree until you try to help them. It's clear they can't get out. They turn into Chris Angel and they yes. freak out. Yes. Freak out! Yeah. It, freak honestly, out! it honestly sounds Preston and Steve and Kathy like you. Uh, you should have been in our basement that morning because you all know exactly what to do, how to do it, yeah. how to approach it. Uh, so Steve, um, Andrea got a, a little a saw yeah. and found a space next to one of the outlets where she decided, all right, this is a hole. This is a place where I can cut it. I'll, I'll eventually put drywall back on and we'll be able to repair the hole. So she, now 
She opens up the drywall and and Are sticks you still the in phone bed? in. I'm, I missed all of this. Yeah. I was, you know, I was completely out and I was sick and I had no idea what was going on. So <laughs> what I woke up to was a series of texts. Thank, I, you know, my, it was sweet of my girlfriend to not wake me up when I was right. sick. Uh, yeah. And and she, so she was terrified that I was going to be furious. <laughs> There's now a hole in the basement wall. So um, she sticks the phone in and Kathy, yes, Mabel the cat was right on the other side of the wall. Completely calm. However, she is now stuck in the insulation. Oh. So she can't get out of the, where <laughs> no. this little hole is. I sent Marissa a series of uh, photos and, and videos. And so uh, in one of the videos, you'll be able to see uh, Andrea then sticks the phone into the, hole, the new hole in the wall. And um, Mabel realizes where this hole is and just comes out, pops right oh, out of the... Yeah, dip, dip. Finds the hole, and now she's out. And she's you know ready what? to go. Well, no, no, you you uh, you actually uh, give a good reason for, and I think every home should have one. Preston, you, in fact, you might have one. It is an extender camera, uh, like a USB camera, yeah. like one of those yeah. splinter cell game, mm, yeah. snaking cameras that you can put down at like a sink. You can put under a door. You can put into a, a, a close cropped area if you're looking for where to, you know. Stick a bookshelf or to free your cat. In a wall, in a wall. Yeah. Yeah. to find your cat. Yeah, if you have to stick one of those things down the drain, like it, it works, right? Like, yes. How far down can you see in one? Uh, the, I, I, I have not checked out their their length, but some of them are pretty damn long, and that's the whole purpose is to give you that. You know what? Yeah, yeah. I want to. I want to get one of those. How yeah. much? And you can hook it up to your phone, right? Usually. I, I, yes, I see them advertised all the time. I don't know. In fact, not much. Let's find out right now. Yeah, that, that's a it. good stocking stuffer right there. <laughs> it's yeah, better than the deodorant. Yeah. I mean, that's a I, that's pretty impressive. That's a pretty small hole. Yes. Like, and yeah, that Andrea cut. Yeah, yeah, I didn't think that it was going to be big enough for the cat to get oh, out. Well, and right People next... will freak Nick, and they'll take like a, an axe to you know. Oh, Kathy. oh yeah. If it was me, I would have knocked the wall down. I'd be like, oh yeah, okay, well I'm going to get you. I'm coming. <laughs> I'm coming. I'm coming yeah. for you. But the stupid Mitch, cat. I'm coming. Going up the going up the tree and like, and then I was mad at ourselves, you know, for us leaving the door open overnight, you know, for her to get down there and climb in. But I was like, what is it about cats getting into the tiniest of spaces possible? Oh. They've some, I think they find comfort in it. Nick, yeah, right they're there. Just super duper curious. Yeah, yeah they're like 20 bucks. Yeah. yeah. Nick, or, are you going to do $7,000? Yeah, depending on what you're... That's the Insight Vision Optic uh, Cam 3000. <laughs> well, it's either uh, $20 or $7,000. Yeah. Um, Nick, are you going to do anything about the top of the wall or you leave it? No, I, I don't know what to do other than maybe put boards up there to like... Cause it's just don't, the way that it's designed. Don't put the cat condo near it. Well, yes. Yeah, so yeah, that was yeah. <laughs> Wednesday or two, later on the day Tuesday, Stevie. We moved it to the other side of the room where it's now next to the stairs so she can't <laughs> climb over the wall to get back in. Wow. In the inside the drywall. That was a fun way to. That story has played out countless times of cats being sealed up behind drywall. Yeah, because somebody's doing home and you know workers at the house. Cats walking around. They don't check, and then later on. It happened to my yeah. cat when we first moved into our house because the basement's redone, and the way they redo those basements, if it's a cinder block basement. You know they they frame it out, right? And so there's there's a decent amount of room between the frame. Just and the enough action. room for a cat. And <laughs> Susie got back there, and the problem is we didn't know Susie. where she went. We had no idea. <laughs> yeah. like, so because we That's had to put they them, do. when we moved in, we put the cats downstairs. So and we had to put them in the in the the unfinished part of the basement so we could get all the stuff into the house. So they had like and we put the, actually we put them in the night before. Because we got to move in on Saturday, but we had access to the house on Friday, so we we put them in the house on Friday night. So they had hours and hours and hours to get to, and so we didn't know where they were for the first day and a half of them. Oh. 
while moving in there. Just hanging out yeah. in the wall. Didn't Jackson have to, like, rip up either a wall or a floor because his cat got stuck? That's right, yeah. Really? I think it was yeah. a floor. I think it was yeah. a bathroom floor or something. <laughs> yeah. God. They um, want to explore. It's, they, you know, they're curious. Uh, somebody texted in and said, uh, hey, guys, did you know that cats have collapsible collarbones and that as long as their head can fit through a space, yes. their whole body can? There's a great special on Netflix about cats and about their um, their skeletal structure and their spine and how they're able to right themselves. Uh, is this the footage? This is the uh, yeah, yeah. This is this is Mabel working away out of the wall, suppressing. You missed the beginning of it, but uh, Andrea popped the door or popped the wall open, found a, a hole big enough, cut a hole big enough for her to get out. <laughs> sticks the phone in, sees where the cat is, and there she is. Oh, just a cat with yeah. just its head sticking out of the wall. <laughs> yeah, that should be your Christmas card next yeah. year. Yes. Merry right. Christmas. Yeah. A, little, a little Santa hat on. Wait, him. and then she just jumps out and shakes off, and yeah. that's it. Good what, to go. Did you cover up that hole? Uh, yeah, so we got a little like drywall kit, and it's, it's actually not that difficult. I was surprised at how easy it is to put it back together. May um, I suggest something? Yes. Just put a cat door next to that yeah. uh, extension <laughs> right. yeah. so that she can come in and out of behind the wall. Oh, my God. Here's a text that says, my cousin uh, renovated a house and found a cat skeleton in between wow. the drywall. Oh What's your God. name? They got, they've gotten back in there. Yeah. They couldn't find it. Oh, jeez. Oh, just disgusting. Wow. Okay. <laughs> uh, well, I'm glad you have a happy ending. Yeah, yeah. You didn't she- have to rip down... That that's what would happen with me. Is like yeah, yeah. you know you 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 tear into the wrong part, realize that they couldn't get through there, and have to be stuck, and then do another hole, and then another hole. Once they get down like this, so I've had a bat travel down when I, one of the first apartments I rented. A bat came in to the house upstairs. It was a basement apartment and made its way down through the the drywall. You know, on that inside of the drywall into my apartment. But right now in my home, which is you know an older home. Um, the other night, I heard above my head in the in the living room. Oh, so there, there, a field mouse had oh. made it into yeah. the house. I'm like, oh, oh your days oh, are yeah. numbered. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh-huh. and I look down, and there there are four cats just looking up, and then and then they they, uh, they all go. All right, you take the food bowl in the kitchen. I'm going to take the basement door. You come around, support uh, from the back, and we'll see if we can kill this thing by midnight. Yeah. <laughs> by the way, Nick, those um, cat towers, I I have a couple as well, and there was one that they didn't touch. They never even, like, it was like it wasn't there. They would walk around it. I moved it from one spot to the other. It's their favorite place to sit. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What? Yeah, like, honestly. What? Yeah. Yeah, my, my sister, she has uh, these cat boxes they look like a little house or something like that and if they're put in one spot the cats don't go near them you move to another part of the room it's the greatest thing ever in our parlor we have we have one two we have four so they're in different corners by the windows if you put them by the windows it's a home run <laughs> also by the radiators that's a home run uh, if you stick them sort of statically out in the middle of nowhere they, they could give a rat's ass yeah uh but what, what are really popular if you have cats and they they, they claw things Get the ones that yes. look like a column with the that rope wrapped around. around. They love it. They love that. My cat loves that. Wait, yeah. and I also found a, a little cat teepee at uh, Home Goods, <laughs> and I was like, "Please <laughs> like this. I really want you guys to like this." Did they? Uh, well, not at first, yeah. Steve. And then I moved it. Yeah. And uh-huh. yeah, the one cat loves it. And like every time he's in it, I have to take a picture. I think it's the cutest <laughs> thing. <you've seen. laughs> 
cat Indian. <laughs> yes. But they really are like it's such a hit or miss with those toys because you could spend yeah. eighty dollars on one of those cat trees. Oh my God, they want to. They, they're going to run around. They're going to run after the cellophane. Yeah. yeah. Here's, a text. yeah. Here's a text says, "Speaking of cats, my brother's cat was missing for a week. They found her closed in the sofa bed, oh, <laughs> which she survived. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah, get those um those cat jungle gyms at like Home Goods or or TJ Maxx or Marshalls. They have pet sections there. Okay, and you're going to get them so much cheaper there than anywhere else. All right, um, hang on. I want to go to Dan. Hi, Dan. Good morning. Good morning. What's up, Dan? I'm a home inspector. Uh, shameless plug for Fatali Inspections <laughs> in Robbinsville, New Jersey. Right. I was doing an inspection in Pemberton, and I noticed there was a hole in the chimney, so I, I noted that. We get inside, and there's a dead squirrel in one of the bedrooms. <laughs> Don't know why it's there. So we keep going to do the inspection, and I'm finishing up, and all of a sudden I hear meowing in the wall. So it's the wall from a bedroom between the bathroom, and everybody thinks the cat's in the bathroom. It's not. So I climbed up into the attic, and I climbed over to the to the wall between there, and I looked down, and there's the cat stuck between the walls. Oh, wow. Oh my God. It, were you the one that was able to get it out? I wasn't. I wanted to. I really wanted to, but I'm not allowed to destroy anything. Okay. We had to get permission from the owner of the home. And the uh, buyer, my client, they ended up keeping the cat. They bought the house. And they kept the cat. Well, they should have added that. So we're going to have to charge more, of course, with the cat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's wild. Dude. It was pretty wild. And no good deed goes unpunished. As I'm up in the attic and I'm trying to get a photograph, I actually have a photograph of the cat. I lean on the outside wall and put my hand right through a nail. Oh, man. Jesus, man. FYI, you can get tetanus shots at, like, your CVS. I <laughs> yeah. I didn't know that. There we go. Called ahead. They, they were waiting for me, and I ended up getting a tetanus shot that day. So. All right. Nice. Like thank you, something. Dan. Appreciate oh, it, man. <laughs> it's wild. All right. We'll see him. Uh, I have uh, Ed, who's a volunteer firefighter. Hey, Ed, good morning. Hey, good morning, guys. A few years ago, we got called out for an animal rescue. A lady said she was hearing that her cat had gotten somehow behind the cabinet. What happened was the lady was having a new kitchen installed. Uh, she left. She went on a little weekend trip or something, and the cabinet installers were putting it in while she was away. Apparently, one of the cats got behind the lazy Susan in the corner. Oh, man. They went and put the cabinet or the uh, countertop on. So, you know, they put the countertop on, you know, they seal it and everything. And then they went ahead and put the, the sink in. So now they got the plumbing all attached and everything like that. And she comes back and she's hearing this cat meowing, but she, it's coming from behind the cabinets. So we're like, we don't know what, like, I, I don't want to have to, we don't want to have to take the whole cabinet off and, 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 or countertop and disconnect plumbing and everything. So we're like, so we used uh, the camera you're talking about. We have one on our rescue okay. that has, it's only like a short, maybe three or four foot long, um, st- like cord thing yeah. that, but it can look into those small spaces. So we drilled a pilot hole in, in, on, in the baseboard of the, of the cabinet and we're able to find exactly which cabinet she was behind. And that's where, we, and then we just kind of basically cut a bigger hole <laughs> in the, in the baseboard of the cabinet yeah. so that we could reach in. But there was no, I mean, it was either take the cabinet, take the countertop completely off. Right. So, or, so, so that a small hole yeah. that you can, cause you can, you can buy replacement baseboards for those cabinets. Right. But that's how we, so that's how we, we had to get in. And I think well, I don't think we actually we managed to to get in and grab her and pull her out, and the lady was so grateful. But it was just funny. I've never had a a rescue where we had to actually like almost, you know, go in after construction. So is that camera a standard issue? Do they do they uh, you know if you're going out to stuff like that, do you always have one of those with you? What's that? The camera. The, the camera. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's on. It's it's a permanent tool on our rescue. Oh yeah, it makes sense and easy to use. Yeah, it's actually uh, uh, cordless. It has um, one of those uh, like the like the Dewalt type batteries. Yeah, where you, can re- you can use them in different tools. So we actually have a whole selection of uh, there's a whole selection of um, like cordless tools. We have saws and, and and drills and things like that. We need you know if we just need that kind of thing on a on a nice. on a call. And this camera happened to be one of the things that Home Depot sells. And and so oh, all right. I want to get one. Yeah, oh, I want to get one too. I want to see what it looks yep. like down my drain. Yeah. I want to see what it looks like. Thanks, Ed. Right? Yeah. Appreciate right. it. I wonder what it looks like under there uh yeah for real yeah yeah because we've like uh we have this um uh there's uh w- this summer we found that there was a nest in this we, we could hear the baby birds yes but where it's positioned we couldn't see it i had to hold my phone up and try to get a little shot of looking at these birds and Wait, in the house no it was outside okay um we have this little pergola thing but anyhow uh and they were up in the the corner so that would be perfect for something i'm like gonna that. get one because my cat my cat named foster and he was a foster cat he came from a cat colony as part of his uh, ear is clipped to let you know that's where he, he was before he goes down halfway down the basement steps and then jumps up there into the basement ceiling yes. and i know he's got like an apartment there that he goes to <laughs> Like, you know, just come out. You'll actually see him yawning as he comes out. And I just think, what, what's going on in there? He's got comes out with a smoking jacket yeah, on. I, yeah, I can't. I, can, I want to see what his apartment looks like. <laughs> yeah, I, I think that's, uh, yeah, I definitely want to have one of those things. I, I, I absolutely and the show should have one. I think I found out. In case out you want to look up our noses. I need that. All right, well, I'm glad it has a happy ending. Yes. And that she you guys. Survived and- I'm, you know, once you, you were able to locate her, you knew you yeah. were going to get her out of there. But with minimal damage, was the question is whether you could do that or not. So it's always fun to cut a hole in the wall. Right. Yeah. yeah. Isn't it, though? Brand new. A new right. wall. Well, listen, uh, we need to take a break because we have a guest who's going to be arriving in a little bit. Uh, is she in the uh, Acme Lounge? Yes, she is. Excellent. Hey. Excellent. Uh, well, before. We welcome our next guest on board. I'm going to give away two more of the passes for Christmas Miracle. Oh, nice. oh it's a Christmas Miracle. <laughs> it is day after tomorrow. I can't believe it. And uh, we'll take callers uh, 20 and 21 at 215-263-WMMR. Remember, you have to be this 21 years of age and able to join us at Pars Casino on Wednesday morning. So give us a call right now. And we would love to see you there. Don't forget, it's the Middle Line Ugly Sweater Edition. Dress appropriately. You might win some prizes that way, too. But you need to know the show in order to have a chance to win some really big prizes. So let's get you on board. Call us 20 and 21, 215-263-WMMR. We're going to return with Ellen Latson, who you remember from the Christmas uh, vacation film. And uh, we'll chat up with her in just a moment or two. Stay with us. Love MMR? Buy some gear. Check out the rock shop at WMMR.com. It's fancy. No, it's it's not fancy. Hey, you've heard us talking about Krista. She's beautiful, classy, and brilliant, and she's so easy. Krista is Stephen's most loved engagement ring. Picture her, a bright white, high-quality, round, brilliant-cut diamond expertly set into a classic solitaire Tiffany-style setting. Krista will guarantee you a yes. Go to IHateStevenSinger.com and click on Krista to check her out. Visit Stephen's showroom at the other corner of 8th and Walnut in Philly. You buy real diamonds from a real jeweler that you can trust. It's IHateStevenSinger.com. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Our next guest is in the studio, and uh, we were actually talking about her last week. Yes. As we had Chevy Chase on the program mm-hmm. to talk about uh, Christmas Vacation. He was doing a, a Q&A. 
uh, session in Atlantic City, and Casey had mentioned the fact that we were going to have her here. Uh, she played the role of Ruby Sue in National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Lives in the Lehigh Valley. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, Ellen Latson yeah. is here in our studio. Good morning, Ellen. Good morning, guys. Nice. How are we? We're wonderful. How are you? Excellent. And Thank by you. the way, 17 weeks along in your pregnancy. Nice. Yes, indeed. And this is your first one? It is my first one. Very how, exciting. How right? do we feel? We feel well. Um, <laughs> you know, first trimester is always the worst. But yeah. second, feeling a lot better, just I, trying to get a lot of sleep. And you're not finding out what you're having. Correct. It's going to be surprised. Ah, We're going to wait until well, the birth. Okay. Thank you. You know what, though? Like, I know so many stories of people where the nurses are like, oh, she's doing great. Like, have you specified them, like told them, we do not want to know. Yes, and in fact, it's funny that you say that because last week I had my monthly appointment with uh, with my doctor and I was talking to a woman in the waiting room and she had her son and, and you know, like, oh, how long, you know, how far along are you and whatever and, and uh, she said, yeah, with my, with my son, I told her that we weren't going to find out and she said, yeah, with my son, we didn't want to find out and then uh, we went in for an ultrasound at 35 weeks and the tech didn't ask and said, you know, oh, he's whatever and I said, oh my God, that's oh. devastating <laughs> and I said, I would be so pissed off of that. Sure, so how, totally. Yeah. What kind of, I mean, obviously, I think everyone can understand, oh, that's your, oh, cool, okay, you want to do that. But what kind of, that's almost like a CIA operation to make sure everyone is informed of your intent. It's true. And I think, you know, people have asked. And, and I think that that's something that sort of comes with the territory. And what this woman had said to me was, you know, every everybody was was asking with every appointment. And I think that I just sort of took for granted yeah. that that mm-hmm. was what they would do. And I didn't think to say. And it's funny because when I spoke to her, I said, you're the second person this week to tell me that. So it really freaked me out. <laughs> right. um, now I actually know. I can see it from the ultrasound. Uh, you can tell? I can, yeah. Yeah, huh. it's, it's it's real simple. I mean, and I won't tell you the secret. But... Yeah, no, don't tell her. Okay. Yeah, really. Ellen, right. my, my brother and sister-in-law had twins. And when uh, it was during COVID that she got pregnant. And so she her first um, ultrasound, uh, she was by herself. My brother had to wait in the car. Mm-hmm. And um, they said to her, well, here's um, baby A and here's baby B. And she was like, what what does that mean? What do you mean baby A and B? Like, that's, they didn't, I was like, nobody like said, okay, this is her first appointment. Like, she doesn't know yet that there are two babies right. in there. Yeah. Well, when we went for our first first ultrasound, my doctor was like, okay, and, and I can confirm that there's only one in there. And I was like, thank God. Yeah. <laughs> well, by the way, yeah, I, I know you keep a blog and, and uh, roadtomama.com is your website. Cool. Yes. People can follow cool. along. And uh, that's cool that you're, that you're uh, you know, chronicling what's happening. Uh, but we definitely want to ask about Christmas vacation a little bit. It is that, the time of year. Here's, here's, <laughs> here's the clip. A very tender moment with uh, Ellen, her character Ruby Sue, with Clark uh, Chevy Chase, and she asks him about Santa Claus. Uncle Clark, are you Santa Claus? Oh, man. <laughs> it's just adorable. How old were you when you shot the film? I was not quite nine. Okay. And had you done some roles before then? Yeah. Um, so I, I got my start as the daughter in Fatal Attraction. Yeah. Oh, oh, that's right. that's right. We'd heard of yes. It. Yeah, my so, money was boiled. They're basically the, the same story, though. Christmas vacation. Uh, totally. <laughs> well, yeah. let me ask you because we're looking at a, a screen capture, and when you are talking, to Uncle Clark, you are holding a stuffed animal. Are you not? 
it's different than okay. my uni. So uh, <laughs> uni was the <clears throat> excuse me the stuffed animal that I had in Fatal Attraction. It was my my own personal oh, okay. unicorn that my grandfather had given me when I was two years old and my most prized possession. Um, so no, uni did not make a uh, an okay. appearance in, in Christmas Vacation. In Christmas was, Vacation, did they have you? Was that a wig you were wearing? Oh yeah. Okay, because that, that, yeah. that's a mop. My, yeah. well, well, what's funny about it is that the the hair that I had back in 1989 was, and I know my mom's going to kill me for saying this because this has been a, uh, oh, there I am right there. Yeah. Um, this has been a, a running argument with us for decades. But uh, what she called a bob, she yeah. cut my own hair, but it was a mullet. Oh, uh, my God. <laughs> so she did it and screwed it up. So, uh, no, I mean, no, it was perfect according to what she wanted it to look like. But, um, yeah, so I, and what's ironic to me about, you know, the fact that they wanted to put me in a wig was that, I was supposed to be white trash, and so I was like, I thought the hair was perfect, but, you know, apparently they didn't think so, so it was a wig. So, uh, this movie has, uh, you know, it was always, it was great from the get-go. It was hilarious. It was one of those rare follow-up films that did as well or better than the original, because it, it came out after National Lampoon's Vacation, which was huge and hilarious. And ticked and then, off all the right things. And then this one came along, and you're like, wow, this is as yeah. good or better, which a lot of times does not happen, and has now... Entered the pantheon of must views around Christmas and has been for a long time. And you know, I've just recently they've really stepped up airing it a lot. It I think every anyway, day from, from what I've noticed. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, you know, it's funny because they used to kind of have a, a lock on you know which networks sort of I'd own the rights or you know whatever it was because it really only be on TV network TV once a year. Mm-hmm. But now it's on a lot of different streaming channel, you know, uh, streaming platforms that I see, which I'm like, great, you know, get the get the, <laughs> yeah. the royalties rolling in, yeah. but, um, you know, and, and they just, I know that you guys had covered the fact that, and I think that that was how, it was, how I found out about it was from your show, the fact that uh, they were doing the 24-hour marathon uh, right after Thanksgiving, which Yeah, like, I'll take that all day. Yeah. <laughs> so, so at nine years old, um, uh, you've got to have plenty of memories. That's not like young enough to where you're like, eh, I don't really recall a lot of that. But I bet you remember quite a bit of that oh, experience. Yeah. I mean, it. you know, I, I as I was saying to Kathy, I, I remember a lot of, of my acting. You know, I started when I was six years old. And, and you know, at, at starting acting at, at such a young age, it makes you mature. And so I think that I was, you know, really cognizant of, of the things that were going along. You had to be observant. I, yeah. Uh, you're also working sure. with adults, you know. Yeah, yeah, exactly, and and so I had to be kind of a young adult from from such a young age. But um, it it gave me the opportunity to really like to observe, like you said. But sure. yes, I have tons of memories. When I look back on memories of my own life, when I'm uh, nine, ten, eleven years old, I I I will often those memories are informed by uh, pictures and or video. Are your memories? Of doing Christmas Vacation informed by the movie itself, or do you have separate memories that are just yours of nothing to do with actually watching the movie, seeing it afterwards? I would say both. I mean, you know, there, I, I was I was living my life yeah. outside of the set, and um, you know, so a perfect example is where we were staying. It was it was filmed in Burbank at uh, Warner Brothers Studios, and we were staying up the road at. Um, a place called the Oakwood Apartments, which is actually a, a sort of a famous place. It's where Corey Haim died, and yeah. you know a lot of people have lived over the years. And so, um, you know, we we had a whole life that we lived outside of of the set. And so, I have tons of memories of being at the Oakwood and and meeting and becoming very good friends with Jennifer Love Hewitt and Elijah uh, Wood and his older brother Zach. And wow. you know, so like running around there and being you know a, a nine year old and a thirteen year old as my older sister was when we were cruising around. But you were all contemporaries at that point. 
Right? Yes, yeah. exactly. And so, you know, which was cool. I mean, yeah. you know, and it was the 80s, so it was quite a time to be alive. But, <laughs> yeah. um, it's, it, but that's a good question, Nick. I mean, yeah, I, I would say that having access to watching the movie and seeing it all the time, it definitely does kind of fire those synapses to be like, oh, yeah, like, you know, looking at a prop or, you know, a certain part of the set and being brought to certain memories. So, yeah. Well, absolutely. the funny thing is that and we tend to think this when someone's on a movie. We think, oh, you know, our, our default perception is, oh, they must be there every day mm-hmm. uh, seeing everything that's going on. But there were certain scenes you were in and certain scenes you were not required to be on, on set. But, but what was the ratio of the times you were uh, required to be on set? I mean... From my recollection, you know, I, I was there all the time. Okay. And, you know, there were certainly times that um, we, like, I, I was I was on call, but, you know, not filming and certainly around to, to be able to watch certain scenes. But, you know, what one, one sort of example is that there was a different soundstage that they used for um, uh, Margot and Todd's house. Right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and so I think it was my last day on set. Um, you know, I was leaving and sort of saying goodbye, and and I wanted to meet Julia Louis Dreyfus, and so they brought me onto that soundstage so that I could meet oh. her. And then I'm like, okay, see you. Like I'm flying back to New York now. So oh, that's wild. That's yeah. pretty cool. I, I mean, listen, I love the movie so much that any sort of um, uh, little tidbit. in, in, tidbits yeah. of information, I just I, I I can't get enough of it. And the fact that it was my one of my favorite movies of all time is Lethal Weapon. So the fact that 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 it was Murtaugh's house is 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 <laughs> yeah. the is the Griswold house is awesome. But also another little piece of information that I love is uh, in the very beginning of the movie when Clark and the Griswolds have that run-in with those dudes in the pickup truck. The pickup truck that they're wearing, that they're driving in is Kurt Russell's pickup truck from Overboard. <laughs> did you know that? I, you know, I, did you guys talk about that on the show? Because I feel like I, I may have heard <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. that. No, it's true. Yeah, he's right. Yeah. Well, you know is. what's yeah. funny about that, too, is that, <clears throat> excuse me, when I was watching the movie, I don't know, a uh, few weeks ago i noticed for the first time that that truck is a four-door which is like so random yeah, yeah. like i never noticed that before <laughs> um but no i did not know that about Kurt well, Russell. there's actually this i think and I, I don't know what's made it that much more robust this year but it, maybe it's because i don't think we it's literally on every, every night it, you, there's some place to watch it now <laughs> immediately as you're talking about all those streaming services and so on and so forth but all these things are coming out and apparently there is this legendary scene that was shot just before they, and you would not have been there for this, but when they go to cut their own tree, there was an exchange with a guy who was running the um, the, the farm where you went and cut your own tree that mm-hmm. was extended a little bit more, and he was a real, you know, seedy kind of guy. So was was there anything that you shot that you remember not ending up in, in the film? Oh, God, that's a good question. Um Jeez, I'm sure that there are examples, but like off the top of my head, I like can't, did Glenn can't Close remember. come storming in? <laughs> right, totally. You know, they, they they cut out the part where you know they they boil snots. But um, <laughs> yeah. what's, what, what was they? What were they using for snot? Snot was God. I don't know. I don't think I want to know. <laughs> it's so, so disgusting. Well, with Christmas uh, around the corner, it, you, you do cameos. So do do the cameos like? Skip up after like around this time. You know, of year? this this is the second year that I'll be doing them, and I was actually really surprised that they didn't go off last year. So I'm kind of hoping that this will help boost some sales. But <laughs> right. um, yeah, they've they've That'd been be awesome. kind of coming up, and and you know, this is my opportunity to say, hey, Christmas is right around the corner, so why not give the gift of Ruby Sue? Um, but yeah, you know, it's funny because when uh. I first signed up, they said, oh, you know, we're we're trying we're trying to get Chevy on here, and Beverly's on here, and and Miriam Flynn, and we'd love to do some 
sort of a of a reunion, and I'm like, that's great. Put that together, I would totally do that. Miriam Flynn is your your mom, correct? Right, yeah. and and she was great character actress. Oh yeah, uh, and, and she's she's still alive. She's oh still yeah, working? okay. Uh, because she she popped up in a whole bunch of stuff. What were your recollections? Chevy was very complimentary about Randy Quaid. What was your memories of? Uh... You know, I have I have sort of the fewest memories of Randy. I think okay. that I I interacted with him the least, but he he was always super nice and you know great guy. And it's funny because when. Um, the doo-doo hit the fan with him, you know, like yeah. a decade or so ago. Um, I was living and working in San Francisco and, and some like hard copied inside edition type show, oh. like f- came out of the woodwork and reached called, out to you yeah, yeah, yeah. through my work phone, which I was like, how the hell did you find me? But they, you know, they were like, we would like you to come on and talk about Randy. And I think that they were hoping that I would say all these salacious things. And right. I'm like. They didn't end up airing it because I said, you know, he was a really nice guy, and I can't <laughs> yeah. really oh, say damn it. anything to write. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So, you know. What we no. want? The uh, uh, Harry Potter, you know, they had this uh, 25th anniversary reunion thing, and it, it was really great. And, uh, you know, you would mentioned earlier that, uh, you know, there, there were very few kids on the set of uh, of Christmas Vacation. There were a handful of them. But they, uh, one of the things they were reminiscing about was how the adults were really accommodating to the kids and really playing to them and having fun. Did you get that uh, yeah, sensation absolutely. from you know, the crew and cast? For sure. Yeah. Um, every, it, we, we, it sounds cliche, but we really were a big family. It was a total ensemble cast, and, and the crew was all very tight. And Seasoned pros. I mean, you, the, 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 oh, the, yeah. the grandparents, as Preston pointed out, you know, when we were talking to Chevy, you had some of the great character actors of yeah. all time. Oh, yeah, Doris yeah. Roberts yeah. and, and Diane Martin. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Um, every, and everybody was wonderful. You know, Mae Questel was just like a doll. She was, I mean, Aww. the great part you can see, because she's been, she would been in, in films for the longest time, and... You could see her when she she would move her body. She was moving it in in, in the old style yeah. um, Betty Boop. Betty yeah, Boop totally. way. She was yeah. the voice of Betty Boop. Yeah. yeah, but yeah, and and you know, it should be noted that actually there 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 were so even though there were I guess four kids total in the movie, um, and Cody Berger being one of them, who I am still in touch with. He played Rocky. That's How old was Johnny Galecki? Yeah. Johnny was. 14 at okay. the time, I think. And I had the biggest crush on him. Uh. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's funny because, like, I I am mortified myself when I go back and watch the movie and see all the times where I, like, want to be next to him. And I'm, like, putting my hand <laughs> on his shoulder. <laughs> and, oh, my God. It's so obvious. Um, but, you know, uh, Johnny actually had a bunch of siblings. And we, Cody lived um, in the Valley, so he did, he wasn't at the Oakwood. But the rest of us were staying um Staying there, and we became friends with with his, you know, the Galeckis, and he had a bunch of siblings. And so, even though they weren't in the movie, I felt like we, you know, and my sister as well. So there cool. were a bunch of kids that were around, but yeah, I mean, all the adults were super accommodating and really sweet. And somebody awesome. texted in and wanted to know: Are her eyes still uncrossed? <laughs> <laughs> and I can say yes, unequivocally. For now. Right? Yeah. Did you well, have? To, did you have to do schooling on uh, on on set? Or? Oh yeah, of course. Yeah. I mean, you know, any any time I was I was working and it was during the school year, I would I would have a tutor. How long was the filming? How long did it last? It's like three months. And was, when did they shoot? Uh, what like time of year? May to July. Okay. I think. I remember rapping before I turned nine, which is in late July. Unless I'm incorrect, I believe the movie came out in the summer when when I December first. Was it December first? Oh, okay. I for some reason I remember sitting in, and not unless I went back to see it again. Uh, but yeah, wow, I didn't realize that. Yeah, okay, I, I've always had a perception date. of seeing it that way. But as Preston said, instantly it became a. It was so spot on, John, you know, the John Hughes. 
material. And and initially, I know he he, uh, he had written um, that was all that stuff came from the National Lampoon. Yep. And uh, and uh, so was was he around at any time, John Hughes? Not really. I mean, I met with him during the casting process, um, and he was a doll. Yeah. But What's that like? And do you have any recollections of of that whole? I do. Uh, so one of the reasons why I was brought in at all was because um, you know besides the fact that I was a brilliant young actress, but <laughs> you know, um, starred in Fatal Attraction, stole the movie. Uh, totally. Yeah. Thank you. So <laughs> the the casting directors for Christmas Vacation were the same as Fatal Attraction. Uh, Risa Brayman Hop. Hopkins and, uh, or sorry, Risa Brayman and Billy Hopkins. Um, and so they had a relationship with me and they knew that I had good stuff. And so they brought me in and, um, you know, I mean, I went through the same process, you know, met with yeah. them. They wanted to, you know, then bring me on. And I met with John Hughes and Jeremiah Chechik, the director, and I got the part. So... It's, it's it's an awesome thing. Yeah, You're just tuning in. Uh, Ellen Lanson is here with us. She played uh, Ruby Sue and uh, Christmas Vacation, but also in uh, <clears throat> um, uh, Fatal Attraction as well. Going to Fatal Attraction, uh, Michael Douglas, um, um, Ann Archer, uh, Ann Archer, all of them. Did you? Uh, did you guys have a good time? Uh, yeah, I mean, them? you know, mo- mostly uh, I I had a great time. I mean, I was I was super young and and took to it really really well. And it was sort of a fluke thing getting the part in Fatal Attraction. I got the part out of like two thousand girls nationwide. It was an open audition, and I was six, and it was kind of a lark, and it all sort of um, happened. And so there was such an explosion around that movie when totally. it came out. I mean, it was it happened at the at the I be, believe the, the the beginning of the AIDS. A situation, and so it was. There was just a, a big push for general, you know, not screwing around and not being careful about what you did. And I remember that was yeah. it was huge. It was was were you able at that age to perceive any of that fear over the movie? Or? Oh, definitely not. Okay, and and for me because it was all new, you know, I didn't have any sort of a career prior to this. Right. Um. This was this was a brand new life for me, but yet something that I adapted to really quickly and really loved. Um, and you know, they, they always called me a natural because, you know, a six year old that comes on set and, you know, my mom used to say, I never saw you more focused than when you were in front of the camera. Um, but you know, uh, Michael Douglas, Ann Archer, Glenn Close, you know, everybody, uh, uh, Adrian Lyon, the director, you know, they, they all loved me. And, and it's funny because I was, I was, and still am, you know, such a gregarious kid. And so I just wanted to establish relationships with everybody that I was around. And so, um, the the tutor actually that I had during that movie Leah she you know she was like my second mom because she was around a lot and um, the first AD Bob Girolami you know like he was like another dad to me and I have to imagine that that, that so uh, for a kid to perceive that I think so you know liken it to going to summer a uh, summer camp and leaving and and being it's sort of a jarring experience for a kid to wrap. Okay, they're no longer in your life anymore. Totally. And that's why my mom ultimately decided that she didn't want me to go out for any commercials because, you know, they were these quick rap projects. And she said, you know, you were somebody that was so invested and and wanted to get to know the people that you were working with that, you know, it would seem like kind of a more soulless environment where, you know, you weren't really going to have the opportunity to to get close with anybody. Uh, So acting didn't turn out to be a lifetime profession for you. You did it for a few years. What what, what made you switch gears a little bit? So I acted from age six to like age 15. And Mm -hmm. I grew up in Westchester County in New York, um, you know, which is just above the Bronx and you know, a yeah. half hour away from New York City. So I was in those days able to go to school. And then, you know, my afternoon activities weren't like going to play soccer or learn piano. They were to, <laughs> to audition. Yeah. Um, but then I ended up going to boarding school in Vermont. 
um, at age 15 because I needed some structure, apparently. <laughs> um, okay. And so that just kind of took me out of the loop. And okay. at 15, you know, that's uh, that's a crucial turning point in yeah. one's development. And yep. so, you know, I was, like, going through puberty and becoming a young adult. And, and it was not feasible for me to really, like, come home and audition when I'm up in rural Vermont going to boarding school. Um and, you know, I did go on, like, a, a handful of auditions. I think that I, I came down and actually Adrian Lyon wanted me to audition for his version of Lolita, which did not happen. Did not happen. It's, um, hard, it's hard to uh, surpass uh, Kubrick, right? Yeah. And I mean, yeah. So, oh, right. Yes, exactly. So, um, and then uh, I actually, uh, the producers and, and, you know, whoever went through a lot of hoops to try to find me to come down and audition for Queen Amidala for the Star Wars prequel. Uh, you freak, that's freaking crazy. Yeah, yeah totally. Yeah. Um, you know, and I think in their mind, they were looking sort of for a more, like, perennially young right. um, you know, sort of uh, like the princess from the never-ending story type. Right. And here I was, this, like, very voluptuous 15-year-old <laughs> that <laughs> did not quite fit the uh, the vision in their head. Would you, uh, at this point, obviously you're, you're, you're have a, a child on the way and, and all of this stuff and wonderful things happening in your life at some point? I mean, like regional theater or anything? Is that bug still within you or is it is everything, is it being fed other ways? Um, it is. Yeah. And, you know, uh, I'm, for years, I thought that that door was closed for me. Um, and when I was living in L.A. Uh, seven or eight years ago, I actually, excuse me, <clears throat> started a foray into a, a podcast about the child acting industry, which never came to fruition. But in sort of working on that project, I really was looking inside of myself and and unearthing these feelings yeah. that had I'd buried way down about mm. my acting and about my acting experience and I said, you know, I had this jarring realization that I had never been more passionate about anything that I'd ever done in my life and I was, you know, really kind of like chasing this dragon of finding whatever that passion is and and I said maybe I do want to continue acting in some, you know, way shape or form and that's so wild. Yeah. these days what I would like to do is is uh voiceover. You know, that's that's kind of what I would would really love to do. You know, I'm I'm working on setting up a studio in my home so that I can work from there and It's never been easier to do it. It's true. And again, and, I mean, you know, there the, it used to be laughable, the concept of recording audio for a national uh, show or commercial or animated yeah. thing. And now it's as easy as can be. Yeah, absolutely. I have a two-part question. Uh, you've mentioned your mom a few times. Do you have a, a good relationship with your mother? And also, um, did you see any nightmare parents when you were ever on set? Like, the uh, you know, helicopter moms and, and that's <laughs> especially moms. in that. Yeah, stage moms in that yeah. world. Um, I love my mother very, very much. Uh, we have a very good relationship, and and um, she lives up in New York within driving distance for me, which is good because I can go and see her, but she's not going to pop up on my doorstep, <laughs> yeah. um, which I can say about all my family. Uh, but yeah, I mean, she was not at all my, you know, my my parents. Their number one concern was like, we are only going to do this as long as you want to That's and great. are comfortable with doing it. And so, um, you know, she was super supportive. But I don't know that I ever really. Uh, while I was on set, ran into that, but I certainly saw it in auditions all the time. Mm -hmm. All the time. Here's a random question. What kind of music are you into? <laughs> <laughs> I know the answer to this. Yes, Casey does. Uh, so, I mean, all types. You know, I my, my mom always listened to classic rock growing up and, you know, my sister and I were like, oh, this sucks, you know, turn on Z100 and, you know, the, the right, yeah. you know about Z100. Absolutely, yes, absolutely. Um, and so, but I secretly really loved it. Um, so 
Talking Heads was my first love because that was my mom's favorite band. And, but you're and way into fish. Ah. <laughs> and when did you hop? Is on that tour? how you guys connected? Is well, that that's yeah. where that's where I met her. I met yeah, her at Fish in Atlantic City. Oh, no in August. Yeah. I, I saw him coming. Yeah, and I was like. <laughs> Hey Casey, and he was like, "Hey," because I'm sure that you get this a lot when people. Yeah, you know, but we had, and we had world. never met before, but no. I knew that we like kind of like you were talking to John Brazier. You saw him yes. at the Dead show, and yep. so I knew that you and I had been <laughs> in the same settings from time right. to time. So but we, I didn't know what you looked like. Yes, exactly, and well, and it's funny because oh, there's my girl Abby and <laughs> and her husband. Picture Michael. of her at a fish concert. Yeah. yeah. Um. So I went to my first fish show uh, in '97. But I wasn't into it at that point, which no. I'm like kicking myself now for for having missed out on all these years. 98, 99. Yeah, purpose. I mean, you know, I was 17 at the time, so yeah. I, I. Is this post boarding school? <laughs> it was during boarding school. Wow! Um, so that little act of rebellion. I mean, a little yeah. bit, but you know, I was seeing music for years, and yeah. you know, always going to live shows, um, but. I was really into the dead at that point, and I think that I felt like a lot of people, you know, in, in the dead community sort of jump ship to fish, and I'm like, this band is stupid, and, <laughs> you know, they're total posers, and, you know, they're, like, talking about, you know, like, possums, yeah. and this guy, like, wears a dress, and, you know, what's what's the deal with that, but it wasn't until um, 2012 that I, like, really understood, and so uh, I went to Bonnaroo that year, and... Um, with the help of some friends and some uh, extracurriculars, <laughs> I was able to kind of understand it. And that was my fourth show at that point. Mm. I'd seen them again in 2010 and 2011, and I was, like, kind of warming to them, but then I finally got it. How so, many shows have you been to? Yeah. Uh, 91. Yeah. Oh, wow. So yes. I've been so. seeing them since 1995 <laughs> with zero breaks, and I've only seen them in the 60 range. Uh, I think the nice. night I saw you was my 61st show. Yeah, wow. and it was, it was my it was my 90th when I when I saw you. So, um, do you know anybody you, in the in the band? Or I mean, have you uh, you know struck up a friendship with anyone? Um, not in the band, yeah. but you know, like uh, most of the people that I cruise with, you know, in, in my community are are all old old fish heads and are all in that orbit. And Very so, familial. Yes, yeah. uh, with a pH. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, exactly. But uh, you know, I'll I'll be as I was telling Casey, I'll be going to the uh, to the New Year's run. Um, I'll be going to all four shows, but not doing really any after partying because Mama's gonna be tired. You, <laughs> you can be a fish mama. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Yeah, there you go. Exactly. You know, baby, baby's first fish shows. <laughs> yeah. Sure, is uh, the baby daddy a fish fan? Ed, um, hi Ed, I love you. Um, <laughs> he is not so much. He's got, he's coming around. Okay, he tolerates. Um, for now. You know, well, so like I've brought him to a couple shows. He went to his first fish show in like 2002. He doesn't really remember it, and I always joke. I'm like Trey doesn't either. So, <laughs> um, but yeah, he uh, he 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 enjoyed it. You know, uh, I brought him to one of the the New Year's makeup shows in April and we had a great time and then I brought him to Merriweather this summer and had fun and so, you know, I think that, like, he's not... He, he definitely wouldn't admit it, um, but I think that he's he's ready to jump on board as much as he's able to, but, you know, for me, it, it, it's great because... I have a husband who, you know, he loves live music. I mean, yeah. you know, yeah. Tadashi's well, Trust Band is, is his, like, favorite. And, you know, Almond Brothers, that's, like, the reason that we connected um, our love of that band. But so he, he really loves live music. But it's great for me because I have a husband who will not only tolerate but actually probably enjoy it a little bit. Yeah. But then I can, you know, maybe leave the baby with him for a little <laughs> while and go and, and sit on tour. So. My, my wife and I, so she's, you know, we, we see 
eye to eye pretty much on a lot of stuff. But she, the bands that she'd be more inclined to want to see, uh, there's a percentage of them. Go have a good time with your friends on, uh, you know, it's because you need that. You need, you need stuff that yeah. you agree on and stuff that you okay, you go enjoy. That's him. Look, That's yeah. Ed. Oh, there you go. Very nice. Good looking fella. Yeah, yeah I think nice. so. Too. <laughs> nice. Uh, well, this is cool. Thank you for coming by and sharing Thank the stories and all that stuff. Uh, we, you know, we love your character. You did such a great job, and it's for such sure, a great yeah. movie. And it's getting more and more airtime as the uh, as the holidays uh, keep coming around and it's and, revered yeah it's really awesome so thank you so much and thank we hope you, you have a great Christmas yeah and the same to you good luck yeah. with that baby thanks yeah and uh, you know for anybody that wants to follow along my journey road to mama m-o-m-m-a dot com and also uh, cameo Please. if you want to do a quick search on Ellen Latson can can people type in Ruby Sue and find you that way uh, they or? might uh, you know okay. I think that's a key word but yeah. Um, you know yeah Ellen Latson that's, okay. that's the best way we'll pop the information up so people can uh, thanks guys yeah. i sure appreciate that and uh, uh let's give some love to ellen last thank you for being love here you guys right. we're gonna take a break we're gonna come back in just a moment so stay close dear friend 93.3 WMMR presents Preston and Steve's Christmas Miracle, the Miller Lite Ugly Sweater Edition, Wednesday, December 21st at the Excite Center inside Parks Casino in Ben Salem. At stake, some of the coolest prizes, gadgets, and gifts from our winter wonderland of clients and sponsors. Including Adventure Aquarium, Nebraska Brazilian Steakhouse, and Stephen Ear Jewelers. Want to be a part of the studio audience? Check WMMR.com for details. And don't forget to dress to, um, impress. Our judges will pick their favorite ugly sweater to score great prizes from Miller Lite. Preston and Steve's Christmas Miracle. Oh, it's a Christmas Miracle! 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks your holidays. And now, Preston and Steve, in association with the Hallmark Channel, present Christmas at Cookie Cove. For driven career girl Tori Torrenson, an unexpected stop in Christmas Cookie Cove was the last thing she needed. Hello? Hello? Is someone here? I'm an executive for a large pharmaceutical company heading to a meeting, and my car just got stuck outside of your town, Christmas Cookie Cove. Whoops, sorry, I didn't hear you, ma'am. I was outside taking a dump in the creek. Oh, no. Don't tell me your bathroom is broken. No, it's working just fine. Ah, where are my manners? The name's Lauer, Gary Lauer. Oh, my God, he's a dreamboat. Keep it together, girl. Uh, well, Mr. Lauer. Please call me Stick Shift Swifty Shifty Lauer. Mmm, his sexy bugged-out eyes look like two bloodshot Christmas ornaments, and the spit spray from his mouth is creating a rainbow under his nose. I think I'm falling in love. Well, Mr. Lauer, my car is stuck in a snowbank down on Mistletoe Road. Could you arrange to have me towed? You know what I like? When lesbians are doing the daisy chain, and then they flip over. Uh, uh... Excuse me? I said no can do. The closest tow truck is in Garland Reef, Slave Bell, Candy, Cane, Nutcracker County. And with this snow, the earliest they can get here is tomorrow. Well, then it looks like I'll be needing a room for the night at your hotel. No problem. I'll need your name and credit card, please. It's Tori. Tori Torrenson. Well, pleased to meet you. Tori Pori Pumpkin Pie Torrenson. <laughs> please don't do that. Later that afternoon... Tori and Gary share some eggnog while sitting by a cozy fire. 
And so, after my wife passed away, I took my daughter, Amy Fisher Lauer, and set down roots here in Christmas Cookie Cove. I'm so sorry. Had she been sick? No, her heart just stopped. After the train hit her, well, hit her in the car, which then exploded. Oh, no. And to this day... I can't help but feel that I was somehow responsible. Oh, no, no, no. How could you be? Well, I was the one who waved her across the train tracks. I was looking the wrong way because I was super drunk and coked up. Well, I guess we all have regrets. You see, I feel as if my drive for a career has made me miss out on a turnkey family in a rustic small town where Christmas still matters. I'm sorry. Could you repeat that? I was distracted because you're nipping big time. Soon, evening rolled around, and Christmas Cookie Cove came alive with the sights and sounds of the holidays. Gary decided to take Tori into town for Christmas Cookie Cove's annual Christmas Cookie and Christmas Candy and Christmas Candy Cane Contest Convention and Carnival. Oh, Gary, your town is so beautiful. I just love it. Yeah, it is pretty great, and there's always a sh- load of cookies. Well, look at these two lovebirds. Hey, Dottie, how are you? Tori, this is my Aunt Dottie. Double dip, Dottie, dot, 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 Dotson. <laughs> That's that little name thing you always do. Tori, could I steal you away from Gary for just a second? Of course. Uh-oh, you know what they say. You better set to walking when the bitches start squawking. Ladies, I'll go get us some cocoa. Oh, uh, he's quite a young man, Tori. But I hope you know there's more to him than just picking bits of whatever he ate out of your hair. In many ways, he's like an onion, and mostly because he smells like an onion. Yeah, he's very, very special. Mmm, I think I'm hearing something in your voice more than just the sounds of general disgust. You love Gary, don't you? Is it that obvious? As obvious as the long and winding drool stain down the front of his sweater. You need to tell him. You're right. I will. Thank you, Aunt Dottie. Well, I'm back. To be honest, I forgot why I left and where I was going and where this is and who I am. Gary, I I need to tell you something. I've fallen in love with you. Now, I know it's all moving so fast and I would understand if maybe you don't... Stop talking and listen. I wanted you to hear that. I baked that Christmas cookie with my heart. Oh, Gary. And so, love had come to Christmas Cookie Cove, and soon everybody would be talking about Gary and Tori, and where Gary had more than likely buried Tori. From all of us to all of you, Merry Christmas. Now, WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre Final. All right, this morning is brought to you by Wawa. It is gift card season, and Wawa is your one-stop shop for all gift cards. Wawa. From Wawa gift cards, Wawa gift cards, or a gift card from your favorite brand, Wawa Wawa. Wawa has a gift card for anyone on your list. Wawa. A woman died uh, after going overboard on a cruise ship, and passengers who were not let off of the ship when it docked appeared to get into a massive brawl as well. Yeah, what the hell was that about? Uh, The unnamed 36-year-old passenger fell off the MSC uh, Meraviglia around 5 a.m. Thursday as it was about 18 miles off of Port Canaveral in Florida on its way back from the Bahamas. Coast Guard crews searched uh, for the woman using a 45-foot vessel and a chopper, a pilot boat, found her body around 7.30 a.m. Unfortunately, despite the rapid rescue operation... Uh, the passenger sustained 
fatal injuries, which is pretty wild because that other dude that fell off the boat and and uh, survived overnight, uh, he made it. It's, he had a bigger supply of sea sticks, though. But this gal just did, it was essentially the fall that killed yeah, her. Yeah, the same thing. Uh, it was not immediately clear what caused the woman to go overboard. Then video showed passengers fighting when they weren't allowed to get off of the cruise when it arrived at the port. Women and men lunged at each other. As a suited-up man, potentially part of the ship's crew, restrained the heated individuals and tried to break up the fight. Must have been Gopher. Uh, U.S. Customs and Border Protection officials at the port uh, arrested several passengers. So I don't know, other than these people just wanted to get off of the boat, but they got into a big fight. Yeah, when I originally saw the story, it was connected to this woman falling off. And I'm like, well, how, what, how does one lead to the other? Yeah, what I didn't what I didn't see anywhere was if they knew her yeah. or if this was just people that were frustrated and wanted to get off the boat and couldn't get off the boat. A Florida man shared video of the moment his dinner was ruined by a hungry black bear that stole the Chick-fil-A delivery order from his front door. Oh. This is a bear that did this. God, I love Chick-fil-A. Uh, and by the way, his, I didn't know they had milkshakes. By the way, his name is Paul Newman. Paul, the bear? Yeah, no, the oh. the uh, the <laughs> homeowners. Uh, Paul Newman. I know, I get it all the time. No, and the funny thing is, I have a friend who's a grizzly bear. His name is Robert Redford. What? <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> it's crazy, oh, right? God. <laughs> Because Butch Cassidy and The Sting, and of course people make the connection, but no, I chuckle every time I hear it. Uh, Paul Newman's home security camera captured footage Wednesday when the bear approached the front door of his home and made off with a Chick-fil-A bag. Uh, Newman Here's your commercial. could be heard saying in the video that the bag contained 30 nuggets and a large order of fries. Don't mind if I do. Uh, the bear left the second bag untouched. Uh, Newman said he didn't want the salad, though. Nothing to do with the salad, so he just took the nugs. Uh, an American serial killer could be behind the murder of Elizabeth Martinez uh, Sigora uh, uh, and at least two other women in Tijuana. And 25-year-old 20, uh, Elizabeth uh, met the man at a bar in Tijuana where she worked. He was an American. Uh, she told her family that he had invited her on a Valentine's date. Uh, but after she met him, she disappeared, and her dead body was found on February 17th in Tijuana in the back of an abandoned truck and showed signs of suffering violence. Now, mm. they're saying that they're seeing at least these three women murdered probably by the same man, and they are comparing him to Ted Bundy. Whoa. Yes. Wow. Uh, yeah. Which is kind of weird. Uh, the suspect has criminal tendencies associated with violent and psychopathic behavior. Ted and, Bundy was brutal. Oh, very much so. He, he would beat these women to death. In a county where, uh, in a country where women are regularly murdered with impunity, the comparison to Bundy immediately stood out. Uh, charismatic and manipulative, he lured his victims, sometimes using props to pretend that he was injured before raping and killing them. Similar to Bundy, Bundy, uh, they said the American suspect approached vulnerable women, won their confidence, and then took them to places where he could attack and kill them. Uh, he and another Mexican, uh, he and other. Mexican authorities who were in this article uh, have declined to give the man's name, saying they don't want to release information that could jeopardize his capture, but they were calling him like, you know, a Ted Bundy-esque killer, which is terrifying. Hey, this is terrifying, too, man. A Washington state couple allegedly took their daughter's corpse on a cross-country road trip some three months after she died because, quote, they wanted to spend more time with her. That's adorable. Alexander uh, Kuramorov and uh, Mandy Miller now stand accused of one count of failure to notify law enforcement of the death of a child. The couple hails from just outside of Spokane. 
Police there had previously issued a warrant for their arrest on suspicion of homicide by abuse. The boyfriend and girlfriend were allegedly on the radar of law enforcement in the area after Jeez. the county coroner called the police and said that their office had been in contact with them. The coroner said he had been contacted by individuals stating that they were traveling from Washington State to Pine Ridge with their deceased daughter. The next day, officers located them. Uh, they were at a residence with a U-Haul parked out in front. When confronted by law enforcement, the couple allegedly volunteered that the U-Haul contained a coffin with the dead body wow. of Miller's juvenile daughter inside. We're going to Wally inside. World. While the uh, pair were allegedly forthcoming about the trailer's contents, they were allegedly unclear on when the girl died. Uh, Koromaryov had stated that the juvenile had died a little before Halloween. Miller told investigators that her daughter died on September 10th. Police alleged that uh, Koromaryov would go on to admit uh, that neither he nor his girlfriend sought medical attention for the child when she died because, quote, Miller wanted to spend more time with her and that he was afraid that they would get in trouble. Uh, authorities later learned that the deceased was Miller's adoptive daughter. Her cause of death is presently unknown. That is disturbing. Mm. Yeah. All right, then we'll do one more story and wrap it up. An Elkins man is facing felony charges after police say he used Axe body spray to set a dumpster on fire. Yeah, I believe that. According to the criminal complaint... He didn't even need a match. ...filed against Harold Hassell, a sergeant with the police, responded to a call about a fight and a dumpster being set on fire behind the muffler, brakes, and more. Uh, when the sergeant arrived... Yeah, they also sell pizza. <laughs> ...he found a man standing next to the dumpster that had large flames coming from it. Uh, and the man was standing in the middle of the road. Axe is very, that, that is very powerful. Uh, the man identified as Hassel, who was uh, by the dumpster, was restrained, Uh-oh. and the sergeant took him into his cruiser. When firefighters arrived on the scene, they controlled the fire. Hassel was taken into the police station, where, according to the complaint, he admitted to using a lighter and the body spray to set a dumpster on fire while it was sitting next to an occupied three story apartment building. Hassel <sighs> states that he looked inside the dumpster. And he saw parts of syringes before setting the contents on fire. But when the fire began uh, to burn larger than he expected, he pulled the dumpster out into the middle of the street. <laughs> oh, so at I least wanna, he did that. Yeah, I want to be safe. Yeah. Look at the picture of this guy, this mugshot. The, yeah, I should have used your car. He's, <laughs> got, he's got a big handlebar mustache. Uh, he was charged with third-degree arson. His bail was set at $10,000 cash. And that is what I have in the bizarre file for you this morning. What's the other? Is there? It's there's bod right and axe body spray right. Are those are the two bod like twelve or thirteen year old? You know, or I'm fourteen. Not, I'm not familiar with these bod. are commercials for bod and okay. axe. Yeah, axe has kind of come and gone, hasn't yeah. it? They still. Uh, I don't know. No, if no, it's still around. It's my, still it, a thing. Yeah, my son fell into that trap for a little bit. Okay. <laughs> right. If you need it for a dumpster fire, it's yeah, 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 it's can come yeah. in handy. Yeah. Probably work yeah. for campfires and things like that. <laughs> right. yeah. 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 Sell it to the military. Alright, we need to take a break. Come back in a second, ask you a lesson question and get to Trash and Music News so we want you to stay close because we won't be gone long. Hang in there. Preston and Steve. Their name is their address. Uh, on, on the web. PrestonandSteve.com 
Hey, Window Nation brings the best of the home show savings right into your home. You can get two free windows with every two you buy with no limit, plus pay no interest for 60 months. Go to windownation.com slash home show and use their free virtual visualizer to see how their window options will look on your home. But hurry, these once a year home show savings end soon. Get two windows free with every two you buy and pay no interest for five full years. Call today, 866-90NATION, or go to windownation.com slash home show. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. In the meantime, we have something else to give away, and that would be, via a a lesson question, a Babylon prize pack, including a branded Bluetooth speaker and a wireless charger and a Fandango code to see the film Babylon. And the question that we are going to go with is yeah let's let's give you one from just a minute ago i very rarely do this but paul newman the black bear has a grizzly bear friend what's a grizzly bear's name <laughs> 215263wmmr <laughs> very rarely it was just a couple of minutes ago paul newman the black bear has a grizzly bear friend what is a grizzly bear's name 215263wmmr call now if you know the trash business is a gold mine 93.3 wmmr with Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash. Sponsored this morning by Manhattan Bagel. Uh, treat everyone on your list to a gift that's always in good taste, a gift card from Manhattan Bagel. Buy a $20 gift card and get a $5, or you get $5 free uh, for a limited time at ManhattanBagel.com. ManhattanBagel.com. Participating locations only. What's going on, Steve? Well, James Cameron pissing off animal welfare activists by promoting his ocean-themed epic avatar, The Way of Water in Japan, with a SeaWorld-like dolphin show. To make matters worse, Cameron ended the press junket by offering journalists the chance to club a baby seal. Hey! That's not good. Brian Johnson. No, not that one. The bodybuilder known as the Liver King rode a horse down Rodeo Drive Saturday while eating raw liver to prove it is part of his training regimen. Johnson told reporters he is living proof. You can get super jacked on a diet of raw liver if you combine it with lots of steroids. Oh, my God. And finally, Elizabeth Hurley denying the apparent rumor that she is the one who took Prince Harry's virginity, which is something that is alluded to in his forthcoming book. Royal Watchers say that the Hurley rumor has been around forever, but say those in the know are almost certain it was Susan Boyle. All right, we're looking for an answer. Uh, Paul Newman, the Black Bear, is a grizzly bear friend. What is the grizzly's name? And we're going to Jared because he was the first caller in. Hey, Jared, good morning. Hey, how you doing? Awesome. Jared, what was the grizzly bear's name, please? Robert Redford. Yes. (laughs) Robert Redford is correct. Hang on, Jared. You just got yourself a Babylon prize pack, and that does include a branded Bluetooth speaker. And a wireless charger and Fandango code to see that film, Babylon. It's an original epic set in 1920s Los Angeles led by Brad Pitt, Margot Robbie, and Diego Calva. And it hits theaters on Friday, by the way. All right, we got to get to music news. Now, Preston and Steve's Music News on 93.3 WMMR. All right, so we're going to start with this. And it's happy news that Flea is now a a new daddy. He's a father of three. Uh, The Red Hot Chili Peppers bassist, who is 60 years old, welcomed his first baby with my wife, Melody Asani, on December 12th. Uh, Just days before the baby arrived, Flea had told people, I love being a dad, and I can't even believe that I'm about to have another baby. 
I'm just excited about laying down at night with a little baby on my chest and smelling its little breath and feeling its soft little feet. I love you, Daddy. Uh, he said he was very happy, albeit a little sleep-deprived at this point. He said, I haven't been doing a lot of sleeping, uh, but I've been doing a lot of floating on a cloud of love. Uh, the newborn, whose name has not yet been revealed, is the first for Asani and the third for Flea who shares a daughter, Clara, who is 34 years old. Oh Dear my. God, oh. her sister oh. is 34, 34. years old. Yep. Uh, with ex-wife uh, uh, Leisha Zeviar and 17-year-old Sonny Bebop that he had with Frankie Raider. Uh, the couple's pregnancy news was first shared on Instagram in July when she debuted her baby bump in a post. So, Yay, yeah. someone else in the will. I have so, a, a friend whose uh, sister is 22 or 23 years younger than her. Okay. And I thought that was bad. This is 34. 34, 17, and now a baby. Wow. I mean, that is... Yeah. That's... All three of those. Yeah. The, 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 the 34-year-old could have 17. a 17-year-old yeah. movie. So. And what's the, the middle one is Cowboy Bebop. What's the uh, name? No, her name is uh, Sunny Bebop. Okay. So, yeah. Uh, let's see. Over the weekend, Metallica served up an early Christmas gift to fans that uh, attended their Helping Hands concert and auction by performing their new single to a live audience for the first time. James Hetfield told the crowd that since uh, this is such a special gig here, we thought we would play Lux Eterna for you. Uh, as another surprise, they welcomed St. Vincent to the stage to share vocals and guitar duties for Nothing Else Matters. Other celebs included Jimmy Kimmel, Robert Downey Jr., Tom Morello, and Tony Hawk as well. Dave Grohl joined Billie Eilish on stage on Thursday night uh, at L.A.'s Kia Forum. Uh, Grohl led the pair through an acoustic uh, reading of Foo Fighters' 1998 classic, My Hero. And he touched on how uh, Eilish helped soothe the band's emotions uh, during a tart time. Didn't we have a clip we, from this? Yeah, here? we should. Uh, it's also with, uh, I think, Childish Cambino is on this clip. Um, so he had said that um, earlier this year, all the Foo Fighters and our families gathered together at my house to watch the Grammys. And when Billy came out uh, for her performance uh, in the Taylor Hawkins t-shirt, my ro- the room was filled with uh, real tears of love and gratitude. So here's a clip of them playing again. What goes no. up? Okay. That is from the, oh, uh, Hanukkah. the Hanukkah sessions. Okay. Oh, wait. No, my bad. My bad. <laughs> Sorry. I just saw the name Dave Grohl. Yeah. You're right. Well, he, well, I, well let's finish the other okay. one first. Okay. All right. Spinning wheel. It's very touching. Got to go around. Talk about your trouble. It's a this is him and uh, Greg Kirsten. The painted pony let the spinning wheel spin. So they do uh, music from Jewish artists, right? Yeah, I love this. He, yeah. He's been doing it for the past couple of years, and and uh, it's just fun. It also makes you appreciate what a difficult song it is to sing. Yeah. <laughs> All right, now, uh, then with Billy, here yeah. with Billie Eilish. Here we go. Guitar and she's singing. Yes. I, 
I honestly, I didn't know she could sing above. Yeah. I thought that was kind of her, like, her. That is her thing. thing. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, and it's good to hear her um, belt out a little bit. Projecting. Yeah. A little. Uh, so, yeah, she and Dave, uh, they have a relationship, a, a very good one, and that, uh, that helped them out a lot when they uh, saw the Grammys, and she was wearing uh, that Taylor Hawkins shirt, so that's cool. Uh, Rage Against Machines guitarist Tom Morello is making a guest performance on the next Monoskin single called Gossip. Uh, the song originated from a rift that guitarist Tom Raji had written and has been holding on to for a long time. Raji said that uh, Tom is one of the greatest musicians, and I've always listened to and learned from playing with him as a dream come true. It's an enormous gift and personal highlight of this incredible year. Although the song won't be released until January 13th, Monaskin did share a track online called La Fine. Uh, both songs will be on their upcoming album. That's a Gibbons Kids hit. Rush. That's a Gibbons Kids Is hit? really? Uh, let's see. Two more quick stories. Uh, Barry Kirch of Shinedown says that an injury to his elbow nearly ended his drumming career. Oh. Uh, so there was a testimonial video in which he said, as a band, we work out a lot. We work out every single day, uh, every single show day. Pretty heavy to keep ourselves in shape because it's a pretty high energy show. I've seen them working out yeah. at MMRBQ. It's tough. In the back of their yeah. truck. They have all this equipment. Wow. And dudes are in there pumping iron before the show. And he said uh, even though he was in good shape, the problem uh, came while he was off tour and sharing some family time. And he and his daughter were dancing and he kept lifting her up. And he said the next morning he woke up in a lot of pain. Ended up having to take uh, physical therapy three times a week due to severe tennis and golfer's elbow, <laughs> which is a kind of tendonitis. Uh, Kurt said that he has now fully recovered and he was able to go back on uh, Shinedown's world tour. He said it's been an awesome journey to have such a scary injury for my career. Uh, to be able to come back and feel like new again, life is good. Do not show affection to your children. Yes, if you value your yeah. musicianship. And then finally, uh, Billy Joel announced he's forced to scrap his final show of 2022. Uh, tonight's concert at uh, Madison Square Garden has been postponed due, a vi- due to a viral infection that he got. Uh, the piano man tweeted a message uh, to fans about the postponement saying, I'm disappointed to share that I'm under doctor's orders for vocal rest due to a viral infection. And I'm so sorry to uh, let you know uh, so close to show day, but I was hoping to be closer to a full recovery by now. Sadly, that hasn't happened, and I look forward to seeing you in the new year. What's his physical status? Is He uh, I, he had slimmed down a bit for a while. It was kind of, he, he was making mention of the fact that he wanted to get into better shape. Uh, uh, is that the case? Do we know? Has know. anyone seen him? I haven't seen any pictures of him lately. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I'm not really sure if he's holding, uh, holding true to that or not. And that's it. That's what I have in the entertainment report for you. All right. One more. One more. I'm going to do one more Christmas miracle what? invite right now. Oh All right, we'll take caller number. It's t- a Christmas miracle. Yeah. We'll take Casey's the one who hits those sound effects. Uh, we'll take caller number 23 at two one five two six three WMMR, and I hope you can join us for this tomorrow or not tomorrow, day after tomorrow. What in the hell is going on here? I'm scared. I think I did that. I'm so scared. Uh, anyway, we'll take the caller now, and uh, we'll set you up. Caller number 23. you got to be at least 21 years of age and join us. And you need to know the President and Steve Show. And wear your ugly sweater because it's Miller Lite Ugly Sweater Edition. 215-263-WMMR. We'll be right back. 
Cue the jingle. Hey, it's Kathy Romano from the Preston and Steve Show. Feeling festive? I've got 10 brand new holiday activities for you to check out. Go to PrestonandSteve.com for the full list of Kathy's holiday activities. Back with everyone, every show member in attendance. We've had this, like, broken cast for the past yeah. what month yeah, yeah. it started with me gone kathy yeah. gone nick gone and uh so we've Egon. been gone sporadically yeah one of the boat ghost ghostbusters yeah. uh but it's been uh yeah this uh, kind of busted up cast and now we're, we're finally back together for four, for four days <laughs> and then uh then on to a little time off it's really good to is. have the family back it is absolutely i would like to thank our guests on the program we had uh ellen ladson yeah She's awesome. Ruby Sue from uh, Christmas Vacation. It was great talking to her. She was uh, really sweet and had some really cool stories and uh, and uh, is well-versed in uh, in WMMR and Preston and Steve knowledge, too. It's, it's wild to see the adult that she is because she's so burned into your minds as this nine-year-old girl. Yep. Uh, and she has, <clears throat> if you want to follow along, she's pregnant, and uh, she's got a website called RoadToMama.com telling that story for those who may be expecting or thinking about heading down that path. I'm sure she can share some cool stuff. And she's doing uh, cameos uh, for cr- the Christmas season. Go to cameo.com slash Ellen Latson, and uh, she can do a special message for you if you like, which is cool. So we had a, we had an enjoyable time today. Look at Sarah Parker. Hey! hey, everybody. It's good to have you on the bop ba toot ba toot ba 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 got got bop it up She nailed it. Nailed it's it. It's like my good luck charm. I can't fill in for Pierre without doing it, or I everything it. will just go asunder. Yes. How was yeah. your weekend? It was good. Trying Excellent. to get ready for Christmas. Yeah. Um, a little behind this year, but it's okay. It's all right. Your sweater's awesome. Do we, Thank you. Where do we... Do we this was off? designed by Francesca... Oh, God, wow. Close to a decade Ages ago. ago. Yeah, it's, it's, it's ugly sweater style. It's like knitted. I'll show the YouTube audience. Yeah. It's the MMR logo. The whole thing looks great. Cool. I love that. There's I, little uh, phallic microphones on here. It's great. <laughs> I never noticed that before. <laughs> and we played oh your performance God. this morning. Oh, did you? I missed it. Yes. Oh. Uh, she's the love interest. Or wait. Are you, yeah. you, are you yeah. the love interest? Yes, yeah. she loves Gary. Christmas yes, I Cove. love, look, I love Gary. <laughs> and then, At Christmas time. Kathy, who were you in that? I was like. Aunt a, Dottie. My, yeah, Aunt Dottie. Yeah, because I wasn't listening. We had uh, yeah. uh, we had Ellen in here and I was talking to her off air. So was She's uh, Tori Torrenson, uh, Sarah, and, and uh, yeah, and, and Gary's, of course, Gary. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so you're in for Pierre today and tomorrow? Yes, I am. And okay. then he'll be back just in time for his Christmas Eve Eve spectacular on Friday. Right. So All right. Not so to worry there. We're going to need you for the letter of the day. You good to go? Uh, you know what? I forgot about that part, but we're going to make it up just <laughs> like right. Pierre does. Perfect. Here we go. Four letters. Here we go. Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. Now, the Daily Letter. And the Preston and Steve show is brought to you today by the letter... C as in Christmas, Cookie Cove. All right. So we have a C, and there are three more to go, and we're going to give this way on Thursday, mind you. $500 Amazon gift card courtesy of Blue Man Group, which is coming to the Miller Theater from December 27th through December 31st. For tickets and information, you can visit KimmelCulturalCampus.org. So you got the reins of MMR. What are you doing today? I sure do. At noon, we will start the workforce blocks. Today, they are U2, Judas Priest, and the block of Christmas music. Hanukkah also began last night, so we'll probably get to something there. And I have government mule tickets to give away. They are coming to the Met on December 29th. And a copy of this uh, Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers live at the Fillmore set. Yes. You guys have heard yeah. of that. Yeah. It sounds pretty epic. So it's a great prize. Yeah, we'll have we'll have copies of that to give away all week long. Wonderful. 
All right. Well, we'll uh, we hope you have a great show today, and we will reach out to you again tomorrow to give us another letter. Uh, so, in the meantime, I want to thank our sponsors. Preston Steve Show is brought to you today by Duncan. Preston Steve Show runs on Duncan. Also, Acme Markets, fresh foods, local flavors, and by uh, iloveexcitement.com. So, there you go. Uh, tomorrow on our program, our buddy Tom Papa is going to ah, be on the show. I love Tom Papa. He's got a Netflix special out. I watched it over the weekend. It was fantastic. And uh, we're going to do the last of the Christmas Miracle Invites. Oh, wow. Because it is day after tomorrow. So make sure that you're with us. We have five of them left. We'll give those away tomorrow. That's it. We're done. Rage on. And have a great day. We'll see you tomorrow, friend. Bye-bye. <laughs> WMMR. Hey everybody, it's good to have you on the Introducing the Dunkin' Run. A dollar donut with any medium coffee. A whole new era of... I'm going on a Dunkin' Run. You want anything? Yeah, maybe a jelly donut and an iced coffee? You got it. Ooh, wait, actually glazed donut and a hot coffee. Mm. Okay, <clears throat> back on track. Make it a Dunkin' Run. Get a one dollar donut with any medium coffee. America runs on Dunkin'. Exclude specialty donuts and fancies. Offer valid on medium or larger coffees. Price and participation may vary. Limited time offer. Terms apply.